it's another edition of the Out of Shape All Stars podcast on this episode. Honorable mentions goes a little too long. We talk a lot of NBA. I talk a little bit of NBA news. Talk a little bit of MLB news. Uh, COVID and sports, as always. Uh, Start bench cut is back. We talk uh, athletes that transition into films. It's Sorry, Kev. Sorry, Kev. He played it. It was a lot of bad movies. A lot of bad movies. Talk a lot of wrestling in this episode. Tons of wrestling. Unfortunately, we did not have DQ, um, who is our wrestling expert, um, but we count down our biased uh, top five uh, wrestling matches. Um, obviously, there are time codes in the description, so if you yeah. do want to skip ahead, I know you guys are busy. Uh, please like, follow, and subscribe. We yeah. need at least 100 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Continue we're to follow us on up. YouTube. We're gonna give, if you give us more. We'll do something. We'll give you something. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Drew giving out handies. And Drew, anything exciting <laughs> happening to you this episode? Anything exciting? A hundred no? subs. Drew giving out a hundred handies. Thumper this episode. Oh yeah, Rakishi got the dump truck. What's up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of the OSA Out of Shape All Stars, episode 44. We in here now, Drew. How we say that in Spanish? Brian Tejuato. Welcome to another week and another fresh episode of the OSA. As you can see, it's five of us today. We don't know where DQ at. Hopefully he's feeling good, but uh, we're going to definitely reach out to him. I already reached out to him. He respond. He probably knocked out, probably off a bane or probably did a line or something like that. I don't know. He 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 does have a drug problem. No, he a wild boy. He a wild boy. So this oh, is a new episode, episode 44, like always, brought to you by Culture Capsule, sponsored by Don's LLC. Got a great episode and a jam-packed episode for you guys, so we're going to get right to it. Kicking it off, like always, introducing the host with the most. Give it up at Eddie Horchata. You're, I didn't get fired. Eddie didn't get fired. We was, we was I thought I was getting fired. We was contemplating. Okay. Me and Decal was talking. The money went right. Uh, Decal was mm-hmm. trying to you know, come with a, a contract. He had representation. I'm like, bro, you tripping. So we're going to stick uh, with what we got geez. for now. All right. Till okay. we find somebody that's going to you know, fill in for the free 99, we're going to stick with Eddie. All right. Also, repping Don's LLC, like always, give it up for K Jet. Yo. With the Nike T on, you know, repping for. Yeah, because they pay him. You know what I'm saying? Drew getting them Nike checks now. He he signed to the brand. Give it up for Mr. Drew. What's up? What's up? And again, just to give y'all a little uh little tease into what today's episode is about. Give it up for Johnny Five. Hey. Rep John, rep John. Yeah, I got the whole the 316 on. You might hear that name later on in the episode, just Says keep listening, what? keep watching. Might might hear that what? later. Maybe, 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 maybe. What? <laughs> yeah, what? Doing the doing the Austin bit. Yeah. 
And yeah. last but not least, my mama called me Davin, so you can call me Davin. Davin, that's my name. All right, let's get into it. In case you missed it, kicking it off with COVID and sports. Now, COVID is running wild in the NBA, like always. Like, that's just where we at in the world. Um, more specifically, the San Antonio Spurs. Now, they have eight players out, four players that contracted COVID. Also, because of that, they got the next five games have been postponed until later day because there's no way for us to keep real uh, track of how to deal with COVID until everybody is vaccinated or whatever, or, and we see how that goes. We're just dealing with it and just rolling with the punches. So San Antonio Spurs are definitely the ones being hit as of right now. Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know what four players got it, but hopefully those guys get well soon. They athletes, they should be fine. And whoever was in close contact, make sure y'all get tested as well. Just be safe, folks. Uh, this is COVID is real, man. And we see that in the NBA. We saw it in the NFL, saw it in MLB. NBA is your turn. NHL, y'all have y'all issues as well. So just the way of the world. Now, also in NBA, uh, All-Star Game is coming up. So the NBA has sent out a memo in regards to the rules during the All-Star break. So let me break this down for you guys. All right. Players participating in the NBA All-Star Day. NBA All-Star Day. I don't know if we call it a weekend anymore. It's NBA All-Star Day because it's... Yeah, they, they already doing the game. Yeah, so it's yeah. only the NBA All-Star Hour. So that's what we'll call it for now because that's pretty much all that's going to happen. Now, uh, players that, that are participating... <laughs> Must uh, part, uh, travel private. So it will be sponsored by the NBA. So that's perfect. They they fly and bus it private anyway. That's that's good. Uh, they'll have, they have li limited family and friends. So you could bring somebody with you. There is limited. And they will have to be tested. Players will have to be tested. So um, that's, again, for everyone's safety. Now, uh, players must pass a COVID test the day of the game and the day before. So uh, in order to play. So God forbid, hopefully they got some reserves ready. And hopefully we don't have anybody to have to sit do it due to it because if if that happens, we could, you know, this would be all-star game. We could have uh, Patrick Beverly filling in for uh, Dame Leonard because Dame, the day before, gets you know, passed the test. And then we got... Patrick Beverly out there <laughs> starting, on the, starting, on the, starting on the Western Conference team. <laughs> Man, that would be so horrible. <laughs> yo. Yo, could you imagine it? Like, so. Yo, it would dude, be, yo. Yo, Emmanuel quick, quickly come off the bench right. for like a. Emmanuel quickly uh, start for, uh, for Kyrie and stuff. Kyrie. So, let's look at so, yeah, yo, a lot of people will get all started. This might be lit. <laughs> yo, that, that'd be mad funny. But uh, so the players, they can't leave the hotel. Um, so while they're in Atlanta, they can only uh, participate in NBA facilities. So it's like NBA function activities, but uh, no hotel. I mean, no, um, no parties, no um, events that's not. Uh, produced and sponsored by the NBA. Your family. No parties. No parties. No, okay, so no 
Right, so Drew already cursing. Drew already using profanity. So, uh, boom. But, like always. But, yeah. So, like always. So, no Magic City. No Magic City for the players. No Magic City for the players. Uh, no lemon pepper wings unless you get it uh, DoorDash to you. Hey, also, your family uh, can't leave the hotels as well. So any family or friend that you bring, unless it's an NBA event, there's no leaving on a hotel, no restaurants, none of that while they're in Atlanta. So that's what the players would be up against. Now, when the when it comes to the players, it's, it's nothing. Unless it's an NBA event, you can't participate in it. Uh, now, uh, in regards to the fan, I mean the players that's not participating in the, uh, the NBA All Star Game, you can't leave the country. So, no vacations uh, outside of the state. So, you can you can, you can pretty much travel anywhere you want, but you can't leave the country and you can't stay in any hotels or resorts. So, if you uh, play in Orlando, you can't fly out to LA unless you got a home there, some private. Uh, but no hotels, no restaurants, none of the, no public gatherings, unless it is a uh, NBA sanctioned event or it's a private event with less than fifteen players. I mean, fifteen uh, people attending. So hey, those. But, but if you live in Orlando, go to go to go to Universal. Hey, that's well, they they can't go to Universal. You can't go to <laughs> large. You can't go to. No, any, any who own a home in Orlando yeah. or Kissimmee, yeah. where are you going? You can only no, go to the the NBA hosting an event. Right, exactly, exactly. Unless it's an NBA event being held there, no Universal, no uh, Disney, none of that good stuff. You stay in the crib. If you travel, you travel private with your family. And no hotels, no resorts, none of that. And everyone will be tested every day during the All-Star break. So there is uh, mandatory testing every day for the players and staff during this time because we also have been seeing uh, referees who's been, uh, officials who's been out due to COVID as well. So uh, that's been affecting that part. Not only COVID has only been affecting the players, but it's also been affecting the officials and uh, the uh, personnel and stuff too. So everybody know All-Star break will be getting mandatory testing every day if you work for the nba you will be tested uh Damn, NBA, if you thought the bubble was bad <laughs> players are really in <laughs> so just let it rip uh how many uh how much time we got left Ed? 38 seconds left and okay, we so. uh, keep it together right <laughs> now <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and right? the, and for the audio listeners, obviously that we are in the Nice Boys uh, hour, right? And uh, Drew's messed <laughs> up twice, being Drew already, and it's like he just doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. <laughs> Look, nice. we are less than ten <laughs> seconds away from lie. being able to say and do whatever and whenever. Uh huh. Yo, yo, the fuck we want. Okay, right. you can literally start cursing right fucking now, but you refuse to fucking listen, and it's annoying. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just Drew being Drew, man. So, uh, but that's all I have for COVID. Uh, 
So yeah, no, NBA. Yeah, I only saw uh, Michigan again continuing to shut it down. Yeah, they next five games is out. Spurs got the whole week off. Messing up my fantasy team. Who you got on your fantasy team from the Spurs? I got Dejounte uh, Murray. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I know you're talking about where that sucks for you. I believe he was Ed's marquee misplay last week. Yeah, right, you was. made me pick because I was not ready, obviously, with the uh, no internet. Yeah, my fantasy team was no time, you know. I drafted him, but. Yo, how, how is ba- how's basketball, how's NBA basketball on, NBA basketball fantasy on the ESPN? How did they do it, really? I never played it. What do you mean? No one cares about fantasy. You just got to do a lot of it's every, it, every day. Is it, is, it, is it like is it like draft? Is it like DraftKings and like FanDuel and shit like that? It's, Those are it's daily. Like football. It's like fantasy football. It's just instead of it just being one day is the week because it's more than one game a week. Football mm-hmm. is only one game, so you get the Thursday day where you play play Thursday. It's the same thing. Okay, I get. I think I get it. It's just the difference is with NBA, you got to do your lineup every day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. I yeah, got you. It, it, it's it's almost like a fantasy lineup where you, yeah. you know, pick players and then you plug them in and then they play and they perform and you get points on how they perform. And then ultimately that wins you the game. I'm, I'm talking to Ed. I know that jackass. I'm talking about how much time do you have to fucking, like Johnny say, you have to do your shit every day. That's that's the answer yeah. I want. Now you're yeah. fucking jackass answer, you motherfucker. All right, but now, but I, Johnny, Yikes. I, I, I jive turkey. Yo, I do have yeah, a question right. though. Like, since you got to do your lineups every day, is it like calculated on a daily basis, or do like for the week? They add up the points for the week. Hey, oh well, technically, technically, you do have to check up your lineup every day, but you can set your lineup up for the week. Right, but you know injuries and stuff. You want to check it just in case. Like, oh, this player not playing, or you know. But I'm saying, but, depending on the, who determined the winner or loser, based on a daily basis or a weekly. The week. They count okay. the points that right. day, and then gotcha. the winner, the person that has the most points by the end of the gotcha. week. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That was my question. Uh, I ain't got time to be setting a lineup every day. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's got time for that? Uh, that's COVID and sports. Baseball is even more grueling, just so you know. It's Baseball bad. is worse. I'm pretty sure. But I yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, I nah, I'm good on that. But uh, we're going to move into uh, honorable mentions. I want to kick it off with the NBA recap. Uh, now, there's been a lot of discussion mm. going on uh, uh, in regards to the trade deadline and a double standard in the NBA when it comes to players and the front office. Now, Boy, uh, you're talking about Jim, I'm so, so not too long ago, uh, you know, uh, uh, James Harden was demanding a trade. He wanted to get out of Houston. Uh, and because of that, uh, him not giving us all on the court, not really wanting to play, he was uh, villainized and, you know, vilified in regards to, you know, not giving us all to Houston and all this and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, we have the situation that's happening with uh, uh, Andre, Andre Drummond. Right. And Blake Griffin, whereas, uh, and there's been other cases in the past where players don't really get any respect in regards to knowing what their what's going to happen with their future if they're on the trading block. Usually, they hear it when we hear it, and uh, so Draymond has come forward to say, you know, uh, he has issues with how players are deemed uh, villains when they demand a trade and then don't want to play 
but the NBA can say on a whim, hey, we train you and not even tell you. You could just see it and players a lot of times will see it on ESPN or somebody let them know like, yo, you just got traded. And uh, um, what they do, what they're doing right now is like this. They had the last game with Andre Drummond. They he started the game right. They actually made him go back in the locker room and then right. put on put on street clothes and then sit your ass on sit your ass on the bench. You're not playing this game. Right. And the reason why because they're looking, you know, trade deadline coming up. He has trade value. They don't want him to get hurt. So hurt. they told him like, yo, this is what's gonna happen. But if a player was to take that same action and say, you know, I want to be traded, so I'm going to sit to save myself, then they look like ass. They the villain. They the villains. So, Johnny, is there a double standard in the NBA when it comes to cases like players being wanted to be traded versus the office wanting to trade them? There is is a double standard, you know. Definitely double standard because you tell by how the media, the media addresses it. Obviously, you know at the end of the, his run in Houston, James, James, James Harden was definitely not playing his best. His teammates was coming out. He got fat. So he got fat. Fake fat. So fake fat. Yeah, the big mama's house suit on. Magically skinny that once he got the Berkeley. The media definitely, the media definitely went in on Harden. Is it, it is a double standard, but I feel like sometimes you can call out an organization, but the Pistons, the Cavs, those are just some trash organizations. And by how they move, you know, some organizations they're just not they're not good. So you can call a few, them out. A few years ago, Harrison Barnes, remember he had got traded, and he like found out like. In the locker room, like, oh yeah, he was, he was getting ready for the game. That right. he he was but then they, ex- like, they expect players like, to like have this professionalism. Like, you got to still be professional. You still have to do this. But then, like, it seems as though the NBA don't have the same respect that they that the players su- suppose they have for the NBA. They definitely don't. They look. They look. The owners look at you as commodities. When when they when they want to trade you, that's when they want to trade you. But they want to hold on. Let's say if you're a good player for their team, they want to hold on to you as long as possible. And and how dare you want to like fucking leave because your team is trash? Like they can't. They don't want to rock with it, but. You can't leave because you're basically like contracted, and they want to keep you contracted. There's a whole bunch of moving parts. The team is trash. They don't want you take part in, um, participating in the, uh, the GM. Like, yo, GM, try to get him. They want you participating. Right. That. They keep you up with that. And then, you know, team trash is like, I, they don't, I'm not allowed to put input on trying to make this team better. I know I can right. play for them. So now I, I want out. Oh, now I'm the villain because I want out. You know, it's a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. But obviously, right. it's a, this is double standard, but because I remember uh, a thing when PG was on the, you know, the all smoke, the all smoke uh, podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, he was uh-huh. he was talking about like he was talking about a time in the front office where he was trying to like lure Anthony Davis from the Pelicans over to over to Indiana, and the front office and the front office was not rocking with that because 
they say they were going to give up trade as too much trade assets, but like at that and at again, that moment. As, and again, speaking of Anthony Davis, he got fined. Then he get fined not too long ago, but he was with the Pelicans for talking about mm-hmm. like wanting to be traded. Yeah, uh, he demanded publicly, and he got right. Fined, yeah, right. He got. I don't. I don't know what the rules are on that. I don't think the NBA fined him. I think his team. He was fined right. by his team. Yeah, yeah he was detrimental to the team. Because I'm pretty sure the NBA can't find you for the manager. You want you want out, you want out. But I don't know the rules. I could be wrong, but I believe his team finds him. But he, that's that's crazy, you know. But see, and again, the same. They token, want the players he, to shut up and dribble. Exactly, because again, at the same time, the the front office could come out and say, uh, "Yeah, we want to trade for Anthony Davis. If there's anybody on the uh, interested, uh, we're putting him publicly on the block." And then it's like, "Damn, I, I'm supposed to be respectful. I'm supposed to be." professional and just eat it but if i come out and say yo i want to be traded then it's like you're again you're the villain you're uh uh bad sportsman and uh you get booed and you get labeled so uh and again Draymond Green is a very vocal person but he's speaking on some real facts that we see in the nba uh, okay. also it's a, it's a courteous thing you know everyone's like it's, you know some fans would be like oh they get paid it's a job they shouldn't complain it's a job but like, all right just look at it as a job aspect. Imagine you working a job, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a regular job. And then your, your, your manager or your supervisor come tap you like, yo, I got a, this is another person I like in Idaho. You got to go work in Idaho because I want that person to come work here. So you're going to Idaho and that person's coming here, you know? It's right. like, and you had no idea. And some of these players don't even get the, the, right. the, the notification. You're at no courtesy or nothing. Oh, you got a homie, a friend. Like, right, oh, right. Come like, yo, you going to Idaho, bro? <laughs> ESPN, they find out, bottom line, breaking you, such and such. Trade, you know? So it's like, it's, I feel like at that, like, it should be a common courtesy, like, yo, we're thinking about moving you, play your heart out, or even even if you know your play is disgruntled. Like, that's, even Don, Andre Jones having a disgruntled player, but, you know, He's yeah. doing, he came out, played. He was doing, he's second in the league in rebounds. He's averaging like 17, 18 in the game. So he's not even disgruntled. He's the manager. He's playing his game. So I feel right. like they should have handled the situation. But so I could, it, it, if I could play devil's advocate for just a little bit here, like did did the NBA not uh, um, create the monster in themselves, right? Like the NBA, and again, to their credit, and I think it's probably the best thing that they did was they make the players, um, you know, what the, represent the team, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they give the, the players the credit that they deserve because they're the ones putting themselves out there every single day. They're the ones that put asses in the seats, if you will. You know, you know, I, as a Knicks fan, you go you go to the garden. You don't go to the garden when the Knicks are playing, like, you know, the, you know, I, I, okay. The, you're not going to go when they play the, the Magic, but you'll go because LeBron's going to be there. You'll go because Curry's going to be there. You go because Dame's going right. to be there. You know what I mean? Like, you go because of that. So it's like, do you think that they've given their players – almost too much leverage to the point where the inmates run the asylum type shit where Harden can pull this shit and can say what he wants to say and, and literally run himself out of his own town to get traded to the destination he wants to go to. Cause they do sign contracts uh, that are no trade clause. Right. So it's like, you can't trade me to any team unless I say, I want to go to that. Team. I, I don't we're, want to we're say that situation. Wait, wait, uh, no trade clause? I forgot. I'm just—I don't know if he did or if he didn't, but no, I'm assuming he got—he got to pick where he ended up going. 
I don't think anybody in the NBA currently has no trade clause. There might be one player. I would. Have I think to... they. I, uh, they. Um, John Wall yes. has something similar to that, whereas he had a. But to, to what you just brought up, Ed, I feel like mm-hmm. it's not they're giving them players too much power. I feel like it's a it's supposed to be like a balance. And right. within the balance, it's just a courteous thing. Uh, before you go publicly, you go to the front office, you tell them, I'm angry. Uh, like, conversate with them, tell them, like, uh, nothing that could be done, this is the route I want to go. Mm-hmm. Depending on how they go, then you make it public. No, it's vice versa. Obviously, if you give a certain player too much power and they don't control it or handle it well, you end up in, like, a situation where Harden, when they said Harden could do whatever he wanted in Houston, and then ended, I don't know, ended yeah, up that's back. what ended up happening, yeah. But... I feel like it's supposed to have like a balance, and when to be nice, I don't think the NBA NBA players have a good amount of power. I don't think it's too much, but when it all comes down to, I think it needs to be like um, equally controlled balance between both parties, and it just has to have the courteous aspect because you know they don't even have the courtesy to tell. I understand the business aspect at the end of the day, teams trying to get better, teams making business moves. They got to cut some salary, shed salary. That way, you don't get this $30, $40 million um, cap tax, luxury you know, tax. taxes, you know, because they can't afford stuff like that. I understand that, but it's just a courteous thing. You know, yeah, it just, to me, work with them, work with the right. players. It's just, to me, it's like better business practice. Like, I've, like, you know, from watching like hard knocks, um, and I ain't saying like everybody does it, but you know, in the NFL, when they about to cut somebody, you know, you watch hard knocks, they sit you down, let you know, like, these, this is the move, this is what we're doing. Like, before it like goes anywhere, like yo, we're gonna sit you down. Not as a uh, as a coworker, like we're business professionals. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Like yeah, so, yeah. we're gonna let you know what's going on. Like I'm not saying that that's the way that the NBA is with everybody, but there has been cases where players find out through ESPN. They get a fucking notification, like we yeah, do, which is fucking great. Through and Adrian Wojnarowski like, or right, Adrian, right, Woj, right, Adrian, right you know? Woj, like, and like. Just and and you looking like you fucking lacing up, and then you look up. How how can you go into the game, like you lacing up, like yo, yeah. you you talking to the nigga next to you and shit, like yo, we about to kick ass, yo, bro. I, I know that, we're we crossing good- sports again here though, and I don't want to do that, but like you know when uh, the Mets uh, traded Wilmer Flores, and the dude was literally crying in the middle of the field. It's like he didn't even have a fucking second to like think about what was happening. Like how are you supposed to play the rest of the game? Like, you know, like, you're right. You know, it's kind of fucked. Don't, don't like when they trade you, like, with Wilma Flores. Ain't they, ain't they supposed to, like, take you, like, out of the game? Or you continue playing the game that you're playing? That, that's up to the team that, that, that took you. That's up to the team that took you. Um, So, you know, right. and again, like- it ended up working out that he wasn't going to get traded because he mm-hmm. cried on national television. But, I feel like um, this would be, like, a, a trade – like there should be no trades taking place while a game is going on. Like it should right. be like a like or no no trade then, announcements and, during the game or some shit. Yeah, but again, unfortunately, like you know, we're not you know we're not as big as ESPN, Bleacher, any of these guys. You know, we're not. Yeah. You know, we're not some of these. Again, we have forty six subscribers. We want to get a hundred. When we get a hundred, I'll dye my hair purple. If that's what you guys want, I'm on air saying that I'll dye my hair purple that, if we get a hundred subscribers. Want. Um, but, or whatever you want, leave a comment. Tell me what you want me to do. I need to get a hundred subscribers. Um, but you know, 
these guys are on a bigger platform, so they want to be the first one to do it. You know, they want right. to be the first one to report it. They're not gonna, they don't give a shit about the players. They care about their their retweets and they care about their accolation first. Yeah. So and and you you write about that. So it's like again, it's a uh, to me, it's just like a, a more professional way of doing it across the board from the NBA, letting the player know first, like what's going on, keeping them in the loop. Uh, because at the same time, they want to know before a player go public about how disgruntled they are. They would rather the player come to them and tell them, like, yo, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm upset here. I'm disgruntled. Like, I don't want to be here. They would much rather a player say that to them behind closed doors than go into the press conference and be like, yeah, so James, how was the game tonight? Yeah, um, I want to leave. Then it's like, oh, shit. Oh, mm-hmm. what happened? Like, what the, mm-hmm. why are you feeling that way? So, that press conference was nailed by it, but they had to say And that. also, you know, another thing also, when these trades take place, it'd, it'd be the organizations that'd be contacting the Wolves of the world. And right, the yeah. They'd be letting them know, like, yo. Well, because they know. I mean, again, and it's, they want you, they want the world to know because they also want it to be known that they want to leave, too. Right. You know, we're, I think we were looking at it too much side, uh, on the player side where we're like, oh, like, you feel bad for a guy who, who, who does what he needs to do and, like, you know, finds out he gets traded and obviously it's emotional for him. He doesn't want to leave the team that he got signed to or he, you know, you know again, all unbeknownst to him, he's traded. Yeah. You know, let's look at the guys that do want to get traded, like a James Harden, who yeah. will just leak that information and be like, yeah, man, right. like, this is the, see, the only the way I'm going to get why, out if I leak reason, this first. Yeah, but the reason why we're focusing on the guys that that's not in the know because of how the guys that are public about how they feel – how they are looked at in the public eye and how yeah. they mm-hmm. like the reputation they be, they get because they're public about how they feel about the team versus the, right. the owners and the front office doing the same thing pretty much, but not even letting the players like even know what's going on or players be like, just like blindsided by shit that's happening. And it's like, we don't look at the organization and be like, damn, that's bogus as hell. And nobody ain't on like booing the organization, like, oh, we're gonna boo them because they did Harrison Barnes uh dirty, like let him know mm-hmm. as he's lacing up that he's getting traded and expect him to go out there and be uh hundred percent in the game, even though they just they didn't say shit. He found out on the ESPN that like that he got traded. It's like nobody in the front office came, had enough respect for him and say, yo, Harrison, like. Before you get out here, even before the nigga laced up, like he walking inside. Hey, can you meet us in uh, so-and-so? Uh, meet us in the office before you get, you know, get dressed. He come, he he done warmed up. He done worked out. He done stretched mm-hmm. and shit. He, yeah, we about to cook this got, guy. Got, and then, got his vibes right. Right, got his vibes yeah, right. Uh, you know, and that's, that's the double-edged sword, though, because it's like, you know, it's the difference between, like, even, like, as normal people. I mean, we're talking about athletes here, mm-hmm. right? It's like these guys make millions. They're fine. They're going to be okay. I mean. Matt Barnes made a pretty good life for himself. You know, Drew mentioned the No Jumper podcast. He's doing fine. You know what I mean? Like, he's always going to do fine. He's been in movies. You know, he's he's okay. Uh, but the end, at the end of the day, it's it's a difference between the 1% and, like, the majority. The majority right. of players in, the, in any sport, um, you know, they're good. You know, good enough to make it to the professional level. But, you know, they're not LeBron James. They're not, right. you know, James Harden. They're not Kevin Durant. They're not Steph Curry. They're not these big-name guys. So, it's like, look – if you want to be able to decide where you want to go and when you want to go and you know, have a, a, a quote unquote, no trade clause, because I know there aren't many in the NBA, but yeah. 
you know, if I'm the Lakers, I'm not trading LeBron without, without letting LeBron know. You know what right. I mean? I'm not going to trade AD without letting AD know. You know what I mean? Like, I'll trade the shit out of Kuzma. No problem. No, 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 no. That's not what you got to back up. They but, will trade AD as long as LeBron knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. But I'm saying, like, you, if you have an issue with it, and again, like, I, I know it's shitty to say because, like, I have, you know, compared to them, you know, any of us here, none of us have any level of the talent that they have. Um, but it's like, if you want to, like, be in the loop, yeah, be better. You know, I mean, like, that's that's it. Like, you got to I mean, be you, But again, but it, to say that, like, I know, I know that's these are to the, say, but to, it is to make what it, it is. To, again, that 1% is ultimately the most athletic men and women gracing this earth. Like, these, of course. these guys are, although, Again, you take the players that are not in that 1%, you put them in any crowd, they LeBron James. Like, so it's mm-hmm. like, to mm-hmm. like, even the worst the, NBA right, player. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. At your local YMCA, <laughs> they are fucking God. So, like, no, what of course. They, so, what they are able to do at the level that they're doing it is unlike no other. So, of course. And again, I totally I said that at the top. That's why I said that at the top. Yeah, That's why like, I said it at the top. On, your worst, your worst yeah. NBA player was the best, was the shit in college, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying is <laughs> if uh, fucking uh, anybody from the NBA was at a YMCA, he gonna be a first nigga picked up. Like, oh yeah, you? Oh yeah, nigga. I got you first on my team. So that's that's my NBA spiel. Also, AD got hurt. Uh, AD is yeah. So I had a couple things about that uh, with AD's injury. Yeah. Uh, do you think the Jazz have the better chance of again? How long is AD going to be out? I mean, it's Achilles they, is pretty serious. They said they said for at least like to chill for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Like so do so if if AD has to chill for a little bit, as Johnny says, do the Jazz become the number one in the West? They're already number one. Number one, number one. No, but I'm saying like the team to beat. Obviously, like you know, you, you yeah. can be number one in the West. They number one, but they ain't number one. Yeah, Jazz. Yeah, you know, I mean, so hot right now. They they playing well. Everything's clicking. They're doing good. Clarkson's had like 40 points last night. They're doing real well, but yeah. they're still not the team to beat in the West. But they're the they're the team that's most hot right now. But the team mm-hmm. to beat is still going to be the Lakers, it's not the Jazz. Yeah, and I think with or without even, AD, they're still the team to beat. And even with and even with that, I think if anybody's going to unseat uh, the Lakers, whether AD is out, because again, this is a reoccurring issue, uh, reoccurring injury. He's supposed to be down two to three weeks, but again, this is a real uh, tough injury, and they got to play this like they got to play this right because he could really fuck himself up and he like. Said, Oh, he, oh, what you call it? Um, yeah, they have to manage his minutes. Old they said, they said he re-aggravated his right. injury, so it's like right. now it's like it's the Achilles is unpredictable. So right, exactly. You can't right. it, you don't land awkwardly and hurt. You no, know, it just gives out. And, and again, he's a big guy, so like big guys with Achilles injuries, like that shit can really like fuck up your career, uh, like for the like really bad and shit. So they definitely gotta watch his minutes. Try to sit him down as much as like 
when you talk about that uh man time management that they be doing with the clippers low 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 the load, yeah the low management shit yeah this is what this is the time for the low management because uh yeah, yeah, really, but safe. I don't think I think Jazz is just hot right now. I think Denver is uh still the uh the better team uh in the West. Okay. Jazz are deep, right? And then again, and then the record don't, don't, show, the record don't yeah. show, but as right now, but yeah. Again, I the record don't show a lot, but Clippers, uh, Jazz are still the uh, team. Yeah, Clippers, Denver, Denver. Denver. I want to sleep on Denver. Clippers, that's Jazz. Why, yeah, that's why I said Denver. Yeah, Denver. Yeah. Um, Jazz, you got the best record, but Denver did come back from a three-one lead against the Jazz. So yeah. therefore, you could, if you want to, even though that happened in the bubble. But yeah, mm-hmm. still got to beat Denver for some type of. Right. You say, oh, they're better than them. They got the better record. Yes, they're playing better. Yeah. But when it comes to the playoffs, will they beat them? We yeah. don't know. And where the hell is uh, Bubble Jamal Murray? Because. What? Uh, yeah, he's oh, gone. Because he, he, been, he ain't been playing the same. Like, just bubble, the bubble was a moment for certain players. The bubble was just like, that was their bubble moment, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, I, I, pretty much the bubble. There's nobody in the stands or anything. That's I'm just saying, like, um, I need to see some more bubble Jamal Murray uh, because he's been kind of quiet. Uh, one of the questions I also have with the NBA, uh, we talk about our MVPs, you know, LeBron, uh, Kawhi, KD, AD, Giannis. But there's was playing great. This, but this, the this. biggest thing is they've been they've been saying. People continuously sleep on Dame, and we're trying. To, I'm trying to figure out why do why Dame is not a first thought. Because think of the top of the top NBA players. The Portland don't, don't go don't go as far in, into the playoffs. That's why people don't think it's Dame that much. Even though they even though they they know him as a good player. It's just not your team is not going to go far in the playoffs. That's that's all it is. It's the team record. Dame was number one and number two in the West, or at least number three in the West. That he'll be in the conversation. This team record, like. But and, again, okay. But look at that. Like that look too. at like Steph Curry. Look at Steph Curry. Steph is always in the, the conversation regardless I mean, but, of what the Warriors do. So but, like, the, but no, Steph no, already no, made no. his name with the Warriors before before he when he got. When he got his stature, the Warriors was doing way better. You talk about the 73 and 73 now Warriors when Steph got his name. The difference between Steph and Dame is the Warriors sucked last year. Now Curry is back doing what Curry does and they're yep. playing better. Right. Yep. Portland is still the same. You know, if Portland was playing at top three pace right now in the West. Dame will be in the conversation. He's still one of the best players in the league, but he gets left out because his team, you know, they love to, that, team, that team portion of that team record yeah. part of it. So Golden State is performing better because Curry's back and Curry's playing out of his mind. That's why Curry's in the conversation. So do we So do we need to miss Dame in order for him to get? What you mean? Uh, I think if, if, if he, come, if he gets hurt or he's MIA for a minute, I don't think his his value as far as like his hype value is as high as it needs to be for people to really miss him when he like yeah. when he's gone. Right. It's just it's, Portland just has to play better. They have a better yeah. record. Could be in a conversation. 
Also, we're talking about ball players. I'm giving my guy Julius Randle a shout out. He balled out. Shout last out week. to Julius Randle, man. Yeah, I was gonna. I had that. I had that written down. Julius Randle put up 44. I know they were Johnny. Johnny's face. Julius Randle's my guy. I bet. No, I know, uh, but he did it to uh, you. Lakers, your doppelganger. Lakers would rather have Lakers would rather have him than Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a fact. That is a total fact. Randall's one of the Lakers that I, I, I feel like, damn, why we let him go? He's right. part of the list of Lakers that I've missed that not on the Lakers squad no more. Mm-hmm. And Julius Randall hit seven threes yesterday. I mean, you never uh, know. Uh, you never know where NBA players are going to pop. It's just like it's just like the same with Brandon Ingram. He's killing it. In, he's killing. But in honestly, I feel like, but I feel like Julius Randall and B. Ash all show. That they had the potential to be what yeah, they are now. But I know it was potential. When the Lakers had him, it was still like it's you know when you're when you just started showing potential and you're and you're a trade piece better than you're you're already made. They're yeah. showing potential. They need pieces that are already formed right now. Right. They don't want they don't want just potential. Yeah. They they're not waiting on potential like down the so line. So that's why you so that's why you keep Kuzma. Cause that ain't nothing but potential. Like they wait no cools to be cools. Like nah, how how many years cools been in the league right now? How many years cools been in the league? It's in with the how everything goes. No, but cools the year that LeBron was out, cools played good. So they were hoping that once AD come and LeBron come back, that cools will be that cools. Yeah, but that but and when AD came, they were looking for Kuz to be that guy. A Kuz never became that guy. Nah, you can't. You know why? Right, that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. That guy. I'm, I'm gonna explain why you can't say it's obviously the his touches and everything was gonna be reduced. Yeah, of course. AD and Bronze one two. Yeah. And now look at this Lakers squad. Kuz probably gonna start in AD's absence, but. LeBron and Dennis Schroeder will be the, the one, two, and Kuz will be the, the third guy. It'll be Bron and Schroeder being the one, two scoring options for the Lakers, and Kuz will be the third scoring option. If you so really Kuz think- might in this role, but I feel like it's just been an adjustment factor because when LeBron first got there, Kuz, Kuz was playing more. He was seeing the ball more. You know, all the other players are still young, so. Everyone was fighting for that number two scoring option. Obviously, Brown was number one. Yeah. Who's Ingram and the rest of the young Lakers is fighting for that number two spot. Who's established himself as a number two for that season? But then the season, playoff Kuz. Then we went to a new season. A lot of the young Lakers got traded, and then boom, AD's there, and the whole way of the offense just changed. And Kuz had yeah. to adjust to that. You know, obviously. Will want a bigger role, but he just had he may have to make an adjustment. And he, I feel like now he accepts his role, so it's not he, as long as he, he plays good, he's accepting his role. You know, he yeah. doesn't have to do too much, he just has to hit a shot when you know, when it's time and play some defense. He doesn't right. need to be how he was two years ago when it was just LeBron and the young Lakers, yeah. All right, let's get into some of those uh, honorable mentions. What y'all got, fellas? Storm out that. Uh, before I get into the NFL, um, because I never stop with the NFL, um, uh, MLB, just real quick. The odds are out, actually. Hold on. Let me uh, just pull that up real quick while we're here. So these are uh, chances to win the World Series, I believe. 
so I'm sorry, postseason odds. So uh, locally, uh, the Yankees are at 91.6% chance of making the playoffs, while the Mets are at 81.2% chance. Uh, the defending champs, LA Dodgers, are 96.7. So I think that that's the highest I saw. Um, you know, uh, blue uh, teams that are you know on the on the up and up. Uh, blue Jays are at 53.6%. Uh, Houston Astros surprisingly are at 71.4%. Um, what about what about White Sox? What about White? I'm looking Sox? the White Sox for you, babe. Don't worry about it. Uh, White Sox, where are you? They have a 60.5% chance of making the playoffs. And for uh, Devs, for the rest of the Devs family that disown him for being a White Sox fan, uh, the Chicago Cubs have a 21.8% chance. Sounds about right. Um, about right. Other than that, um, the, the only other big news that I had that, you know, obviously there's been plenty of moves and plenty of uh, uh, offseason acquisitions that happens, uh, but none bigger uh, than Justin Turner resigning to the Dodgers, uh, Jake Arrieta staying with the Cubs. So, and again, Dev's side of the family uh, that resents him for being a White Sox fan uh, are happy about those that. Are, those and, are family members that think they're white. So yeah, and and uh, uh, I think uh, one of the most shocking news is is that uh, the uh, Red Sox aren't keeping their entire outfield together. Obviously, losing Mookie, Mookie Betts, uh, they've now traded uh, Benintendi to the Kansas City Royals. All right. Well, so I about what happened? I think. On Saturday or Sunday. What would you say, John? I said you forgot about another move that happened like Saturday or Sunday. What's what that? Move? The, the Yankees lost James Paxton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not a big move. I mean, yeah. who cares? He sucked anyway. Nah, he was solid. For us. For us. For right. us. Big Maple was not the Big Maple. We forget. Who, who did he end up signing with? The Mariners. He went back to Mariners. Seattle. Yeah, who cares? So he went back to Seattle? What a fucking clown. Um, Who cares? Uh, We're fine. We don't need him. So, we have Garrett Cole. So um, my, my honorable mention, um, it hasn't been a, a cakewalk for her. I've been watching the last few matches. Haven't been telling you guys because I don't like Serena? the her. Yeah, but she's made it uh, to the semifinals. And she got to fight. She got to go against Naomi. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, uh, yeah, this is going to be her hardest challenge. Yeah, yeah, if she beats back. Naomi, I think she packs this up. She ties the record. She's not going to pack it up after she ties the record, but uh, – She'll go on for another one, but she'll pack up this Australian Open if she beats Naomi tomorrow at 7. So by the time you guys are hearing this, you guys will know if she won yeah. or not. And uh, hopefully we can uh, add a clip in there of her uh, telling you guys she at least advanced, all right? Yo, I was watching a Bleacher Report uh, clip about how frustrated – it's like a compilation of players and their reactions to losing to Serena – and how frustrated they are, even though the match is not close, but it was actually very funny. Like no, yesterday's uh, match wasn't close at all. Yeah, like they were like breaking their rackets and shit. Like they were on the side crying. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. Like you bitches know what y'all who y'all going against? Y'all going against yeah, God? Know like, what's up? <laughs> y'all going against God? Y'all know what it is, man. Stop! Why y'all surprised? Nah, but, yeah. and, and all I'm gonna say is. She's in the best shape that I've seen her moving back and forth across the court. And aside from that. Yo, she did it while pregnant, bro. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, the yams is on display. That's all I'm going to say. Don't, don't, don't. Come on, come on, come on. I ain't taking it out because I'm already knowing. Look, let's talk about her assets as an athlete. Look, God damn. <laughs> all right. We are, 
We are body positive. Yes, yeah. correct. Um, you guys want to get into a little bit of NFL news? Let's get into the NFL. First off, what uh, the fuck happened? First off and foremost, Jackson? yeah, rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Rest in peace with him, man. What the hell yeah. happened? Like, what's 38 going on, years man? old. I have no idea. I think the police no, no. are still investigating. Um, you know, it's crazy. I mean, you, you, we, let's hope there was no foul play. Let's hope that, you know, obviously CTE is a big issue uh, in today's world. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think it gets pretty ignored. Um, so let's hope, you know, again, I don't know much information about it, but let's hope he didn't take his own life or anything like that. God forbid. Or, right. you know, if there was any foul play, if he was murdered or anything, or if it's just like at 38 years old um, because of his uh, strenuous time in the NFL also, or and playing also, physical football, no, uh, that it didn't kill him. Hmm? Also, I, one of the reports I read was like, when all said it was not no apparent, um, like it wasn't uh, like a, no apparent like foul play okay oh that's good no foul play so that's good that's good uh well i mean it's still bad that he's dead but uh it's good that he wasn't murdered um but other than that jj watt was released uh you know possible landing positions for him uh texans packers have been thrown or sorry uh packers have been thrown out there bears have been thrown out there i think uh probably the best bet for him would be to go play with his brothers in pittsburgh you know complete the TJ, JJ, Derek, Watt, uh, Watts on Watts on Watts on Watts uh, in uh, Pittsburgh. But I, I think at this point, he's probably ring chasing. You know, he's played in the NFL for about a decade. Uh, so he's going to be looking for you know, um, ring. One thing after you, I was, I'm going to send um, Supposedly, uh, JJ Watt was in MetLife practice facilities and he posted to his IG story and he used uh, a Robert Salah quote. Okay, that's good. I mean, look, if he if he comes to the Jets and he gets eight sacks, I'll take it. But I'm not going to get my hopes up because uh, I'm not getting my hopes up this season. That's I'm um, trying a new thing this year. He posted it. And the quote was "All gas, no breaks." That's uh, that's our quote. "All <laughs> gas, no breaks" is our quote. Is our new quote. Mm. <laughs> Don't gas me. Don't gas me. John, John, what you're telling me is all gas. So I'm going to pump the brakes on what you're saying. No, I'm just saying. Don't, don't, don't hype me up. Uh, Like a, like a wise person once told me and Johnny. Trying to go Ochenta on um but uh uh next up the only other thing that i had uh and then i have one more like football topic but not uh not to do with the NFL. also uh, go ahead one quick thing um i read this article of a uh, uh, crazy uh nick wright of fox sports he did like a crazy hypothetical trade and it was like a 14 14- Football trade where Sam Darnold goes to the Texans. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Russell Wilson goes to the Jets. Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the um, Seahawks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one second. All right, well, John, while you do that, I'll. I got it right now. Don't look right. Kind of look like Ed, though. Don't Nick Wright kind of look like Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Wright kind of look like you, bro. I swear. Yeah, see, you're, in look, the face-ass nigga. Let's hear it, John. <laughs> in the face-ass nigga. <laughs> Jets get Russell Wilson, the 49ers, Sean Watson. 
not going to happen. Sam Darnold, three first-round picks and one second-round pick. And then the Seattle Seahawks get Jimmy G, Nick Bosa, two first-round picks. I saw yeah, that. I don't I know about that. all that. Hypothetical trade. Nick Bosa? They're not – come on. I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, that's that's possibly one of the most absurd things I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, ever give Nick Bosa, please. Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's be real. They just drafted him. Uh, possibly the better Bosa. Uh, the only other thing that I had is uh, welcome to the NFL, Urban Meyer. Uh, Chris Doyle, uh, his, uh, I think he was like the director of health management um, for the Jaguars, was released on Friday um, mm-hmm. because when he was the um, – uh, head he, was a of, he, he was the strength and conditioning coach back in Iowa was accused oh, yeah. of bullying and racism uh, while he was at Iowa um, you know and, and again this is where you know listen man Urban this isn't Florida buddy you know this isn't this isn't Ohio State this isn't where you know you're the college football coach and you get to control the town this is the NFL um, so welcome to the NFL, Urban Meyer. Yeah, Don't hire racists. And, you know, I mean, the bully thing, you know, whatever, I get it. I've, you know, Kevin, and I used to have a coach that used to call us dandelions and that was probably the minimal of things that he, uh, called us rest in peace, uh, coach Gug. Um, but, um, you know, the bullying thing is obviously, you no, know, whatever it is, what it is, but the racism is clearly not something that you should talk about. Racism builds character. Exactly. Well, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, but Chris Doyle uh, ultimately let go. And then the last thing that I had on football, not the NFL. Hold on, before you before you get into that, because I know where you're going. You know Did where I'm say, going. Yeah, I know where you're going. But congratulations to the uh, Ponzi brothers for retiring. I don't know if anybody oh, right. mentioned that. But, you yeah. know, great Remember career. Oh, yeah, Ponzi brothers. Great career, great players. So I'm um, happy for you guys to uh, – to start the next chapter in your life. But yeah, so congrats. I, I, had, I had one more thing too. Uh, 16 teams were at Trevor Lawrence's pro day. Uh, I guess, uh, why were you guys there? Um, 49ers were there. That's weird. Um, a, a lot of the coaches and scouts not, and GMs that were there uh, were saying that they weren't just there to see Trevor. They were there to see, um, you know, the other guys over at Clemson, but I don't believe all that. Um, right. It's making me think that the Jags might fuck up and Urban Meyer, who's clearly already fucking up, uh, might fuck up and not draft Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's in a if hypothetical you're crazy not world. I think Trevor he, Lawrence, you know the Jets were at number two. I think, look, I want Zach Wilson. Um, but I think that they will um, ultimately draft them, but there were other teams there. So that's an interesting note. Um, I hope the Jaguars do vote them. I mean, draft them, uh, draft him because if they don't, Eddie's heart is going to explode. Oh yeah, it will. It will. It will ruin him. Oh, actually, okay. Another part of Trevor Lawrence that I forgot. I have this written down too. Uh, so he is actually getting surgery on his labrum, on his non-throwing arm. Uh, okay. So does that concern you if you're the Jaguars? Does that concern you if you're the Jets? Does that concern you if you're the Falcons? All these teams trying to get quarterbacks. Um, you know, maybe Urban Meyer sees Urban Meyer sees something that we don't. It's always non-throwing. It's always non-throwing. Non-throwing, but it's still a surgery, and it's still pretty hard to come back from. Um, you know, he yeah, gets, but, he gets, but, they, but they said he will be he'll be fine coming up. Sure. Until he Thanks takes his down. first snap in the NFL and then gets dropped on his non-throwing shoulder. Yeah, but okay. I mean, Just saying, I mean it happens. Nobody yeah. Yeah. But uh best of luck to Trevor. Hopefully he's okay. Um, but uh the FCF started this week. 
fan controlled <laughs> football league looks like uh, oh, arena so football johnny manzel um, johnny football, johnny johnny football is worse back. than arena football and uh he broke off a pretty good run uh he he i think he right. thinks he's going to be the lamar jackson of this league um but i think what people didn't realize is that he went one for four uh during that game so he only completed one pass and it was four touchdowns so he did throw a two-yard touchdown um, so good for him. Um, but, you know, I think this will be fun. I think uh, Marshawn Lynch actually owns one of the teams. I think they're called the Beasts oh, uh, in that league. Um, so it should be fun. It's kind of like big three football. It's kind of like arena football. I'd like to have like these like and again, I'm going to consistently probably follow these teams yeah. just so I can constantly talk about football for this podcast um, because football never dies for me. And yes, I love baseball and I'm getting back into basketball. Hockey's is going on um march madness is coming up so that's going to be fun um but i will consistently talk about football and i think i will fully follow the fcf i'm claiming that i am a beasts fan hopefully hopefully uh marshall come out and play like the game yeah that would be cool Um, and then i have two other ones but unless anybody else has anything Uh, i won't say it anything else go ahead okay uh lamar odom is gonna fight aaron carter Oh my God. Uh, in a celebrity sure boxing uh, wow. match uh, to where Jake Paul called out Aaron Carter uh, and uh, um, he's, uh, he called him out and was like, you know, like, you know, Jake Paul and Logan Paul have been, you know, doing their thing in boxing, obviously Jake knocking out Nate Robinson, uh, you know, and he kind of said like some like, you know, pretty disrespectful shit in a sense because like celebrity boxing has always been a thing. So fuck off, uh, Jake yeah. and Logan Paul, both of you, like you knocked out Nate Robinson. Like, yeah, I get you can hit bags. I get you can hit gloves. But, like, I don't think you're going to be able to fight Mayweather. He's going to fuck you up. I don't think any – you're not going to be able to fight Connor. Connor's going to fuck you up. Well, he actually said that uh, YouTube is actually harder than uh, fighting. (laughs) Yeah, those kids are idiots. Um, And I'm not going to give them any credit. Uh, Logan, Logan, I respect a little bit more than I respect Jake. But those dudes are idiots. Um, but to Aaron Carter's reply was, I always got that thing on me. Uh, so Aaron Carter threatening to shoot Jake Paul. And I think <laughs> and he probably a bang on his ass. Yeah. He went up on his ass. Back, back. Over. Fight yeah. over. It's done. Yeah. No more, no and, more Jake. Uh, the last thing that I had, uh, Young Rock is debuting this week. Uh, so it is a TV show on, I don't know what uh, broadcast system. Um, but it's, it's ABC, gonna, I, I think so. ABC. So yeah. it's going to be following uh, Rock while he was a young kid. Actually, it looked uh, yeah. funny to it me. It looks pretty good. I, yeah, I was going to give it. A, I was going to give it a try. It looks. It I'll, I'll give it the old college try. Yeah, it gives me the. Oh, uh, hey! Give me the. Come on, come on! Brooklyn Nets. What's that, John? Uh, Drew. The Suns versus Brooklyn Nets is on right now. We. Uh, well, I'm watching something else, but I will I will turn that on. Oh, and then uh, one more thing. Uh, s- since you brought up the Suns, um, I thought I was done, but I didn't. Uh, Devin Booker's career is more than likely over. Uh, he is now dating a Kardashian. Who's <laughs> dating? Uh, which one? Kendall, right? Know. Kendall, Kendall. Who knows? But the, you know the what actual, happens. The when actual, actual Kendall Kendall dates Kardashian. a Kardashian. Well, yeah, she from, she's a Jenner. <laughs> yeah, but she's, she's a, a Kardashian. Jenner, bro. But she's, she's a Kardashian. From, she's from the bloodline. Yeah, she's in that sucky bloodline. bloodline. So, you know, 
uh, rest in peace, Devin Booker. I know loves Devin Booker, so that hurts your heart that he's dating her. It does, it does. It really, like, when my girlfriend showed me, uh, and I hear her screaming in the background, she's a Jenner. Um, she doesn't sound like that, by the way. When she showed me that, I was very upset, like, visibly upset. I was like, well, there goes his career, and that's the end of it. I mean, it, it all worked out with it all worked out with Ben Simmons. He didn't regret it. Yeah, how to work out for uh, Lamar? How to work I out mean, for uh, Reggie it, Bush? It didn't. It didn't work out. How to work, for ben, uh, how to work out for Chris Humphries? I mean, I see if he he couldn't shoot before, so it's not like it didn't it didn't hurt. It didn't like it didn't get worse, but he didn't Lamar Odom him. is literally like, fighting uh, Nick Carter's crackhead brother. <laughs> I mean, that's what Devin Booker's career. Like, that's what his future is. I don't want to live yeah. in. Oh man, chill. I love my guy. He's uh, my it's crazy. Is you got a meth head versus a crackhead? It's gonna be awesome. I don't know what you're talking about, but my man's Lamar Odom. Alleged crackhead and meth head, but they're both. I don't know about alleged. Oh, oh my god, come on, come on, guys. Is so he almost died, bro. He almost died in a brothel. All right, but that wasn't in a brothel. He he took too much um crack, sex stuff. That's what. Caused what happened in the brothel to happen. Come on, so was he much, what, Viagra? He took too much of a, a aphrodisiac. Blue, Chew? Oh. Blue Chew, sponsor of the podcast. Um, uh, promo code uh, <laughs> out of shape. Having fun at a brothel and shit, shit went left. It happened. All right, anything else in honorable mention? That's all uh, I've got. That, that, anything else? All right, we moving on. That's in case you missed it. Honorable mentions. We're going to bag of the trash. Now, uh, first up, the NBA is cracking down. They ain't playing. They not playing. They are pushing the anti-flopping policy. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Too much flopping. And we know King James is notorious. He's him and uh, Cal, him and Cal Kuzma was uh, recently warned. About their flopping. So they were recently warned about their flopping. They got to cut it out or they will be fine. And the fine is for 5K. 5K fine for flopping in the NBA. So first up on Bag of the Trash, Johnny King, it is off to you first. Should NBA players be fined for flopping? Bag of the Trash. It's been. Flopping's been like since around. I'm gonna bag it because that flopping is annoying. But they've had this rule for like a few years now, and it just looks like they don't know how to enforce it. Right. I feel like the NBA places get better at flopping. You know, like how you can distinguish. You know, oh, they ain't. They actually getting worse at flopping to me. It's now. Now it's just like damn, bro. No, no, I'm talking about at the point of following the flopping guidelines. Right, right, right. They implemented a rule where they'll find you like 5,000. Then players will ultimately get better at maxing. So it's like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, obviously, some some of it be bad. It's like, what the hell? Come on. But I thought we do one of my favorite flops, too. They put a policy down, and there's an eye. I fight NBA's having a hard time. Distinguishing what's a flop and what's yeah, not a flop. Eighty-five percent of it's all flop. Mm-hmm. But they're just having a hard time, like justifying it, because it's like, all right, there's a little guy running by a big guy. He he goes like that. Chances are the big guy can make the little guy move, right. but 
so flop, you know? So it's like, right. I thought they had a hard time telling them a, a flop from an actual. So, so are you bagging or trashing? Should players be fine? They should, but the NBA just hasn't really been enforcing that. Because that flopping is really annoying. When they play this flop, it's like, come on now. They'd be an extra. You see some of the most extra flops. Hey, but you, but you only see with the extra ones. Like, like if they do it, nah, they do it like, if they do it like, you know it's cold. Like, like if you can actually see, like, they possibly be. I'm just saying it's hard, it's hard to distinguish it. Because sometimes when you're watching it live, the game live on T- um, TNT or whatever, you're watching it, they see the play like that. Oh, he flopped. And then they show you the slow action replay. Like, oh, hell no. He but, but just, flopped. But, but just like you said, Johnny, it's hard to distinguish it. So how would they be actually finding So Drew, so Drew. So, they okay, have so. an anti-flopping policy. NBA yeah. actually have that part of its rule. There's an anti-flopping policy. By I, 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 I got you, John. I, so I Drew, got are that, you bagging but... it? Are you bagging it, trash and shit? NBA players be fine for flopping. I mean, like, I'm going to trash this since, like, because Johnny said, like, you can't really distinguish it. Like, how, how can you say that? Wait, wait, Drew. I understand your take, but the question is, your point of view on flopping, should players flop or should, be should they be flopping? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Should they be like, fine? I, I will also say trash it because flopping, I, to me, like, flopping should be, like, I, I can give you one better. Like give you like uh give you like let's say let's say make it an offensive foul, like with you for flopping instead instead of the defense foul. That's why I think the penalty should be should be for it. I think that should be the penalty, not finding you. Should be a it should be you be being foul on yourself instead got the it, defense getting the foul. I got you. All right, Kev, bag of the trash should players be fired for flopping. I'm gonna say trash it because it seems like there's like a lot of people that are on the fence on both sides of it per se, and then it really comes down to a judgment call on the ref. So at the end of the day, the most important take here from what I'm saying is flop all you want. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying to win. <laughs> if you get caught, you get that's caught. That's you that's don't. That's you don't. Right. That's that. That's it. Because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, regardless. People are still going to flop. It's just like, yo, I got to make sure I get away with this shit now. Yeah. All right, Ed, yeah, bag I... of the trash and shit. Players be fine for flopping. I'm going to trash it because I have a solution. My solution, soccer rules. Uh, you know, just like you would in uh, in soccer. If you, if you flop bad and it's bad, you know, and it happens in soccer all the fucking time. Let's be real. Um, and it happens to soccer all the time, but um, penalize them. You know, if you flop and it's bad and it's blatant and it's belligerent, you get a yellow card. Sometimes you get a red card, you know. Right. So the equivalent for the N- NBA is, yeah, right. you get a foul. And, you know, it's a flagrant foul, so you can get fouled out, if you will. So you flop, right. you have the chance of being penalized. Like, don't find them, you know. These players don't give a shit. Money ain't no thing. I mean, how much they get? How much they get fined? Ten thousand? Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. That's even worse. Even worse. That's yeah. nothing to them. Again, make the fine higher. Then okay, fine. I'll bag it. But they're not gonna make it higher. Make it count as a foul. So you yeah. can foul out if you do it. You know what I mean? If it's blatant. You know, right. if it's LeBron James esque. 
Right, and I'm James just following, just, you know, uh, piggybacking off it. Uh, as of now, a $5,000, so I'm trashing it because a $5,000 fine does nothing. They donate that. That's charity. Boom, gone. But penalize them. Get it, make that, a, uh, if you do it, if it's like, get an offense. Piggybacking off Ed and Drew. I said uh, Ed, as, correct, Drew. It's Drew as well. Yes. You as well, Drew. Yes. <laughs> so piggybacking I want, I want off. Credit. I, I I'm sorry, credit. bro. You get your credit. Piggybacking off Drew and Ed, uh, you get, you. Right. it's an apparent flop. You get offensive. You do it too much in the game. Maybe it'd be a tech one. And then at some point it'd be like too many of them, too many flops. You get teed out something to that extent but the penalty like the five thousand dollar fine is ain't gonna do shit niggas eat that like that's that's nothing but you do see like the crazy flops where you have cases like that is like yo t1 or something like bro come on now like that's like not even maybe not even a t1 but maybe two to three flops bad flops in the game will get you a t1 and then if you continue you get uh, a technical and you get teed out or some shit like that, but five thousand dollar fan, yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. Like set a standard for that being a a, a foul a, te- uh, a penalty against the offense, and then set up a standard where too many flops get you teed out. Uh, but five thousand dollar fan, that ain't really shit. All right, so this one, uh, so that's back to trash. Your question one. This is off the cuff. Now this next one. Uh, rookie Anthony Edwards played for the Minnesota uh, T-Wolves. Um, he was on social media um, and he was talking big shit. He was saying that, you know, he's the best uh, athletic musician in the world. Like, he's he's better than everybody. Like, he's a better rapper. He's a better artist than any athlete who does music. So, uh, when and when I think of athletes of that does music, I think of Dame, like Dame, Dame. Uh, even uh, Victor Oladipo can sing, like, so it's like, uh, there are there are players that uh, can actually, like, that can really do this shit. Victor so Oladipo was on The Mass Singer. Yeah, right, he was, he was. He was, oh, yeah, he was. Yep. So, uh, and he dropped the uh, album last year during COVID, uh, which is I don't think decent. he's uh, banging out uh, Nicole Schwarzer's Really? Oh, I think so. He like, oh, wow. like wanted like he was like, hey Nicole, this is he was for you. on it, right? He Today was on it. He was masked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she cried. Yeah, he spit game. I could believe it. She like fifty, <laughs> but she she's still pretty. Uh, mm. But yeah, so uh, that made me go out, go and check out Anthony Edwards. If y'all ain't listened to none of this stuff, Google him. I'm mean, on YouTube. Not. Him. Uh, not. Uh, I wish I had more thumbs. So, um, bag of trash. I give that song two thumbs down. Right. Wait, so, really, it was that trash? Was I trash. wish I had more hands. He said he sound like little, uh, little baby. He sound like little baby shit. So, uh, bag of the trash. And we uh, we can go all around. I think we can collect it. Let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Is fine. Anthony Edwards, the best rapping athlete. Three, two, one. Trash. 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 Now, um, I do so want to know who, took... y'all, who y'all number one is, though. Easy. Let me get mine out the way. Shaquille. Oh. Fuck what you heard. Sha- okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I took this question a little differently. I was like, oh, rappers that can also 
um, uh, hoop or play no. sports. Uh, Two Chains, J. Cole, MVP, yeah. uh, right. Celebrity All-Star Game. Uh, Master P, Nelly, right. yeah. Dustin Longest Yard. But then I went back and but I was like, Kevin okay, Hart? Cool. What, what, Kevin yeah. Hart? Kevin Hart? Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the gymnast. Uh, I don't know how to say her name. I'll butcher it. Uh, but Kevin Hart had her like sneak in because she's mad little during an All Star game a while back. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, Roy Jones constantly talked about on this podcast. All right, all right. Next, Meta World Peace. Le'Veon Bell. Iman I'm not done. I'm not done. AI. AI. AI has some songs. Yeah, AB. It's a kid, Kobe. You don't know. AB got a bunch of tracks, nigga. I thought it was Le'Veon Bell was the only one. I'll see you some Daryl Strawberry. Stefan Marbury. But to me, the GOAT, John Cena. All right, Drew, who's your who's your uh rapping athlete or uh musically inclined athlete? Musically inclined athlete, Dane Lillard, number one. I I give it up to Shaq. Shaq did his shit. Uh fuck it. You got Victor Bebo can can't sing. Like I just say, he sings his ass off. Like I, I definitely, I definitely like how I definitely like his shit. Uh fuck it, you got KD is man, uh, yeah. That's, that's my... All right, John. Who you? Uh, who you number one? Damn, 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 damn. 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 You know what I'm saying? Oh my oh, God! Best oh. friends. <laughs> no, Grammy, Grammy award winning. You know, oh, <laughs> He wasn't, he wasn't a basketball player, though. <laughs> I know, I'm just high school basketball. basketball. He's talking about he played for Bel Air. He high played for Bel Air. That's what I said. He just didn't go nowhere. He played, he was one of the best to ever play in Bel Air and Philly. Fuck you, man. All right. Uh, but that's the bag of the trash for that one. Next up, uh, now, Super Bowl. We, we Going back a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Super Bowl took place, Buccaneers versus uh, the Chiefs. Um, rookie. Uh, uh, cornerback Antoine Winfield was fine due to a peace sign. Oh, fine due to a peace sign. Definitely. Now, earlier that earlier that season, he did it to Ty- Tyreek Hill because Tyreek did it to him. So, uh, because of that, he was fine. Right, he burnt them and gave him the peace sign like, nigga, see you later. So, he returned the favor and the he NFL fired I think that was a different. It was a different touchdown. He did the peace sign and he did the backflip on two separate touchdowns. So but to the same person, though. Right to the same yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, he burned him. Yeah, right, yeah. Antoine Winfield. Right, yeah, Antoine Winfield Jr. So playoffs came, as you can see, they completely shut down. Uh, Decap mentioned that in our last episode. Yeah, Tyreek, and so the question is: Bag of the trash. Should Antoine Winfield be fine for oh. the peace sign? Eddie, to you first. Uh, absolutely, yes, he should. Because, I mean, all, just because it's fair. It's f- only fair. Tyreek got fined. Tyreek didn't the get same fined. Tyreek always gets fined. Tyreek gets fined all the time to the point where he actually made a glove that I didn't, I didn't know is that. blacked out and it's just a peace sign. It's like, you know, you, y'all seen that glove? Right. 
Right. Ty, like the glove looks like it looks like this, but it's the glove. Yeah, but it's the, so it's Tyreek, the two fingers. Tyreek, yeah. yeah, Tyreek getting creative, uh, doing his thing. I mean, that's his, that's his, uh, you know, signature, if you will. Um, so it's only fair. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be an asshole about it. Look, I think it was hilarious. I think that's what you get, Tyreek. That's what you get, right, for showing off. But also at the same time, it's like, yeah, man, like you gotta. You can't play one side and not yeah. play the other. So. Okay, now I, d- I didn't know Tyreek was getting fine. I always thought he was got away scot free for that. All right, so Drew, no, back in trash this shit. Antoine Winfield been fired. I mean, been fine for the peace sign. Be I mean, I mean, I mean, like because because now I know that Tyreek Hill was being fine all those times. I didn't know that. I'm saying fair is fair because because Tyreek was getting fine. He sh- he should get fined. Like so, I will I will bag it. In my in my personal belief, none of them should be getting fined for that. None of them right. should be getting fined for that. When Tyreek does that shit, or when Winfield does that shit, none of them should get fined. But now right. that I know Tyreek getting fined, fair is fair. So I'm going to bag it. All right, Kev, bag it or trash it? I'm trashing it just because neither one of them should be getting fined. Like, or as far as, like, scale of 1 to 10 as, like, taunting goes, All right. come on. That's like a negative 10, bro. <laughs> like, right. Let's be serious. So that's mm. how I feel about it. All right, John, back in the trash. Stick, I'm going to go with Ed's take. Just keep it fair. Obviously, you know, it was a peace sign. It wasn't nothing crazy. He didn't do nothing crazy. Taunted him. Yeah, it wasn't nothing crazy. But I'm going to keep it. If they found one party for doing it, and you got to find the other. You got to keep it, you know, keep it going. So I'm going to bag it. Yeah, and I'm going to trash it just like Drew and Kev. I'm just straight off. Neither one should be fine. Uh, again, I know they you know they fire players for uh, excessive celebrations and excessive taunting. But if it's like, if it's in the midst of the game and it don't interfere with the game, fuck, like, Tyree doing a peace sign. If, if it ain't like excessive taunting or excessive celebration, I don't give a fuck uh, for Antoine Winfield to return it in the midst of the game and it doesn't slow down the game or delay the game. I don't give a fuck. So trash it. Yeah, exactly. But but again, like I don't think Tyreek should have gotten fined for it, and I don't think right. Winfield should get fined right. for it. But I think right. Winfield should get fined because Tyreek got fined. Exactly. I don't exactly. agree with it. Yeah. But right. I don't agree with my own take. Yeah. All right. But last up in back of the trash, there's been talks about Big Head Andrew Luck returning to the NFL. Uh, it was going crazy over Twitter last weekend. Everybody <laughs> said, you know, everybody promote like come. Come here, come there. There's been a lot of talk about him coming back. I mean, when he left, he was uh, right. still. And his rights and, are uh, still to the coats, right? Like, so no matter what, even if he does come back, the coats still own him. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I believe so. So, um, but everybody wants him to come back. Yeah, again. Uh, Andrew Luck was uh, is a great player, was a great player prior to leaving. The coach just or never were really putting pieces around him. He was getting fucked up. That old line was. Like so uh, I think that was ultimately what led to his early yeah. retirement. So hypothetically speaking, bag of the trash. Uh, will Andrew Luck stay retired? Kev, to you first, bag of the trash. Will he stay retired? I'm going to trash yeah. it. Because mm. he's definitely going to come back. Whether he takes just one year off, which he's done already, or two. He wants to get his body right, see if it can operate at the level that he wants it to. And if he feels like it does, which I don't see why it wouldn't, he'll be back. 
Kev saying you coming back. Ed, back in the trash. Um, so I will bag that he will stay retired. Okay. That's the question, correct? Yep. Look, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Andrew Luck stayed uh, an extra year in Stanford, so he could get his degree. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He left, uh, declared for the NFL, but still uh, finished out his year before right. he was able to go to training camp, I believe. Um, so the kid's smart. Very, very, very smart. He's actually so smart that he is one of the highly touted architectural engineers in the world. His dad has made a shitload of money uh, working for the NFL. Um, he's finally got kids. Uh, the guy likes to live a life. I mean, he injured himself snowboarding the year before he retired. You know, his biggest qualm was is that he was always hurt. You know, he was great. Natural raw talent. One of the best we've ever seen. Um, but he's good. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's very good, but he's also very smart. And he also likes to live his own life. Now, mm -hmm. the reason why this got leaked was a friend of a friend's is friends with his wife mm. that said he's got a meeting with Jim Ursay. Or she, sorry, she said Jimmy, and she said Jimmy who? And she was like, Jimmy from the Colts. So I don't know, you, you can look up the tweet, what it actually says. First of all, for the reporter that leaked this uh, text, fuck you. For the uh, friend of a friend who gave that to the reporter's wife, that let this right. leak and go on Twitter. Right. Fuck you even more. That's an evasion of privacy. That's fucked up. You know, maybe he wants to coach. Maybe he wants to, you know, even if he does want to come back, it should be a surprise. Again, we right. kind of talked about this earlier, is that the player should be able to break the news, not the team breaking the news for the player while they're, like, right. in the middle of doing something. Um, so with the fact that he's just started his family, with the fact that he's, again, an architect, an architectural, an architectural engineer, who's highly touted he makes a lot of money his father makes a lot of money he just started a family why 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 risk it man i mean well, you know you, I, you love have, the game. <laughs> I know i know you love the game but again he's two years removed now kev uh, what you miss is the jacoby Brissett year and the uh philip rivers year uh yeah. you know he's two years removed i mean these are the same kind of conversations i know it's not the same magnitude but these are the same kind of conversations we had about Colin Kaepernick. He's now four years removed from the NFL. It's like, does he still have it? It's like, I'm not saying that he, Andrew Luck probably doesn't have it, but there's going to be some rust. So right. yeah, man, he's not, he's not Gronk. You know what I mean? Like he's not just going to catch a couple of passes here and there and then just block a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he's a quarterback. Right. You have to run an entire offense. Right, you're going to have to there's work. No way he's coming. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way he's coming back. No way. I, if right. he does, good for him, but yeah. no way. All right, John, back in the trash. I'm bagging it. I think he's going to stay retired. But it would be dope to see him come back because I feel like he left at such a young age and he left for football fans wanting to see more from him. He left yeah. at a point where they want to see more from him. But he made the decision to retire. So I'm a, I'm a, I feel like at this point, he's been gone for two years. I feel like football is not what he's thinking about right now. Right. probably thinking about a million other things. So I think he says tired. All right, Drew, back in the trash. I'm I'm a I'm a simple trashy because it would be like a story if he does come back. Like I would I would want him to come back. Like like there's many teams that do need a quarterback. So I'm a bag of, I'm a trashy just like that. Like he should. Yeah, if he, if he, 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 he'll come back to the Colts. He'll come to the Colts. 
Yeah, but then no, the Colts would have to trade him if he wants to go somewhere else. The Colts, yeah, the Colts, if he if the he Colts wants to go somewhere else, he'd have to do what Gronk did, where he comes back and then he has them trade them for like you know whatever or release him or whatever it is. No, he can't just come back and go sign with the Falcons if he wanted to. Right. I mean, yeah. just like Colts on the rice to him, so. No, I don't think you want to go there. The Colts got a really good ass O line. Who used to come right. back? It, it, it's yeah, a great defense too. Good O line, good defense, some pretty decent there. weapons. This would be the best. Situation. This would be the best time for him to come back if he did decide to. Coach that he ever had. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm a bag it though. Um, I respect his decision to stay retired. Um, I don't know much about the boy life. I don't really care. Uh, but he was like before he left. It just again. A lot of fans want to see what he could have been because he was supposed to be the next up um, before Patty, you know, started doing really what he was doing. Andrew Luck was really like becoming the the new face of the NFL, the new torch carrier of the QB position. And then he said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Uh, so he was we, he was the paid man, right? So right, exactly. So. Uh, carrying the torch like I said so um just to say just for him to leave early as a football fan you wanted to see more but he retired why wouldn't he stay retired who gives a fuck if he come back either I, mean, I don't give a fuck all right that's bad it'd be, nice. it'd be good to see it's a good story comeback yeah. player of the year almost automatic and then get hurt all right uh that's bad uh we moving on to star base cut uh first up it's funny right so this is mm. star base cut this is Kind of what uh, uh, would you rather, right? So we got choked out, KO'd mean knocked out, or tap out by submission. Now, we're doing this from the level of, okay, I'd rather deal with this. So I'll start this one because this one I, I can deal with versus where I'm cutting the shit that I don't want done in me. You cut what you, it's like no go. I'm not going out like this. So we got again, we got choked out, knocked out, submission. Mm. Which one would you start, bench and cut? Johnny Five, kick us off, Dan. <laughs> so start off. So you're starting what you least don't want to happen to you, or you no, so you starting what you would rather have happen to you. You bent, I mean you cut what you don't want happen to you. The least. Okay, all right. You cut what you don't want to happen to you, but you right. start what what you, you can, what you can, what you can, what you can, right. Start right. Tough, tough, tough decision. Tough, tough decision. KO. I don't want none of these for the record. You right. starting a KO? Yeah, you I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to be done yeah, with it. I'm going to yeah, start, start KO. Yep. I'm going to start KO. I'm going to bench, choked out. And I'm gonna cut, tapped out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. start. You want to tap out? Bench. Okay, that's okay, interesting. So you, so you take it. Yeah, you take it as you're taking it in a sense of you rather be tapped to get the submission than get KO'd or choked out. I rather no. Wait, wait, John. You did, because you you, did back you start first. again. You right. You start what you would rather have done to you. So out of okay. the three. I'm gonna start. So you rather be you rather get knocked out? You rather get knocked out over a submission? 
Okay, okay, that's John. That's John. Okay, all right, all right. So, all right, I see where he's coming from. I see where he's coming from. Because, yo, you know how horrible that is? Like, a knockout is sick. It's all quick. Yep, yep, yep. Until you wake up, until you wake up, like, Listen, listen. All right, choke out and tap out is so like it's so close because you could you could depending on who you fight you could be tapping out the whole time they still holding you. Josh saying Josh saying it's so quick that it's not pain. Yeah. Whereas yeah, so I rather get the KO. I rather get choked out and then tap out live. All right, I I got you, Josh. I, I don't know. Like, fuck it. They got you in the submission. It's over. You can't get out of it. I feel like at that point you tapping out, it just makes it look worse. Just, just put mm-hmm. it, just, yeah. it's over. Uh, okay, okay, John. Drew, how you doing? The star bench cut. <laughs> man, I, I, I was starting to tap out, bro. I'm the tap out of me. Right. Well, it looked like a, like yeah, a bench. Yeah, I, I, I can be tapped out. Yeah, you're coming off of me, bro. Like. Uh, you're still locked after I tap out and shit? Are, are you, are... That's an official fight. No, they're definitely still locked. No one ever lets go. John said, what about a street fight? What about a street fight? No, no, no. You're learning a lot right now. Get the referee, come off me. John said, what if that's a street fight? That nigga keep that lock in. Yeah, learning a lot right now. That's my point. And choked out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's it, that's it. Damn. Nah, nah, you can't change this shit. I'm benching getting knocked out, but like Johnny said, just quick. And I'm, and I'm cutting choked out, bro. I'm not getting choked out tonight. You're going to have me in a fucking full now for you choking me out? I don't know. Fuck it. Fuck it. R word. <laughs> All right, Kev. Kev. Uh, R word always makes an appearance on this podcast. And I oh, love yo, it. Yo, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is because I'm starting choked out. I know I could fight. So if somebody get me to a point where they it got me in a position to choke me out, they knew what they was doing. Right. And I've been choked out before, but I kind of volunteered for it in Eddie's crib with somebody that does MMA, but that's, right. uh, that's fine. So second for me, regardless, I'm a win, lose, a draw type of person. So KO is getting bent for me because if it was my turn, my time, I'm right. quick, easy, it's over. The one right. thing I ain't doing is bitching out. You're going to have to put me down, son. I'm not tapping out, so I'm cutting that. Okay, All right. Know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> uh, uh, win, lose, or draw, boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you started. I ain't going to forget, neither. Uh, who, me? Uh, oh, okay. Um, so, uh, similar to John, I'm going to uh, uh, start getting knocked out. I mean, you know, whatever, bro. Like, that's the one thing we always talk about when it comes to, uh, like, boxing or, like, matches like this. It's like, yo, what? all it takes is one hit. So they could take yeah. Mike. We used to watch Mike Tyson fights, right? Mike Tyson, you, you pay all this money uh, to watch it, or your dad has a scientific Atlantic cable box, so you watch it for free. Um, I don't know whose dad did that, um, but my dad did you know, that. The, the fight's over in like 30 seconds, right? Not even two seconds, 10 seconds. Mike, Mike would ruin yeah. pay per views for people, right? Yeah. It's like, bro, you get knocked out, you get knocked out, but like nine times out of 10, you see the dude 
about five to six, seven seconds later, they get up and they're like, yo, where the fuck am I? It's like, yeah, you might not know math, but like, I don't know Bro, math anyway. So yeah, was, go ahead, knock me out. Illa's quickest nap you ever take is getting choked out, bro. Yeah, okay, exactly. So uh, then I, I'm a bench tapping out because again, like I just picture like looking like a bitch the whole time. You're like, you know what I mean? Like slapping on the wall. You're like, oh, cho, 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 cho. I mean, like, you know, you wrestle with your family growing up and shit. It's like every once in a while, your older cousin or your older brother, or, you know, I don't have older brothers, but like your older cousin uh, puts a lock on you and you're like, yo, cho, 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 cho. And they don't stop. But it's like, you know, cause it's hilarious. And like, why would you stop? I used to do it to my little brothers too. I would put them in a, in an ankle lock, you know, whatever it was, any kind of submission. They tap out and be like, fuck that. I ain't like, oh. right. now getting put to sleep. That's a whole nother level, man. You might not wake up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you actually like feel the life come out of you. Your air is gone. Right. We talked about this. Right. Pretty, like you think, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you mm-hmm. think you're dying. Like oh, you thought oh. you died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you probably went to another place. You went to yeah. heaven. And my list you was killed. honestly, Yo. if you get if you get choked out, are you even living in the real world? Yeah. Or are you living in heaven? Again, I'm <laughs> my list is mine's is identical to Ed's. K getting okay, I'll start getting knocked out. Yo, in the fight, anybody that got into a fight, it just sometimes it can just happen. Like it's, it's a part of, if you scrapping, a nigga can catch you. You could be winning, and a nigga just catch you, and it's like, all right, you got that. You got that. Like, you got that. Submission, although, it's, I feel like, yo, I ain't letting, I ain't letting nobody just submit me. Like, it's going exactly. it's gonna, it's gonna, to take some off. shit. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to break really my arm, shit, break my and leg. You might, you might be at the verge of breaking my shit before I actually tap out. But choking out, bro, you are not, you gonna die. If you choke me out, I kid you not on my son. I'm coming for your life. You are not <laughs> choking me. You're not choking me out, bro. I can't go for that. Like, and then, you know how that's like fucking drowning. Like, you know how helpless you are. Yeah, we're just waterboarding. Yo, know, like to be choked out and just slowly watch you fucking pass out. Like, yo, bro, like yep. watching yourself. Go to sleep? Nah, bro. Yep. Do not. It's like your arm nah. is broken, but it's like, yeah, but I didn't tap out, though. And then you trying to, and you trying to fight it, and then nigga just taking your breath away. Like, bro, you dying. <laughs> Technically, if someone has you in a, a position to choke you out, right, and they, they put you in whatever position they have, and they holding you, right? Basically, yeah. By the time you tap it, you still got choked out the fight. Yeah, but again, we we, we keep talking about how you don't let go of the lock. And if you don't let go of the lock, a tap out could turn into a... The tap out is just the most helpless helpless one out of the three. And I just just can't... I mean, the choke out is the most helpless, and I just can't go out like that, bro. You choke me out. Just know, whoever listening... I ain't coming and I'm going to take your life because I can't go with that. I can't live with you. Unless you your life there and get taken. Unless my life, unless the nigga, right, unless you you better put me to you better put me down for that one. Cause other than that, bro, I can't go like that. So definitely fuck getting choked out, bro. Don't don't even do me like that. Why would you even disrespect me and choke me out like that? Like, bro, come on now. That's that's like too foul. That's foul play right there. So nigga, cut, you in a full Nelson. Cut, choking, choking you out. All right, next up, we got three of the greatest athletes turn actors. So 
We got Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We got Arnold, bodybuilder, Schwarzenegger. And then we got the transporter, Fast, Hodge, all that, whatever he, whatever character he was. Which one Hops, is he? Hobbs, Hobbs, Hobbs. He's Hobbs. Hobbs. And he's, uh, what the, what's his name in, uh, no, he's not uh my favorite movie of all time? Hobbs. No, oh, Shaw, 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 uh, handsome Rob, Handsome Rob, right, Handsome Rob, and, uh, and that's my movie, dog. So we got The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jason Statham, athlete turned actor. Who you starting? Who you benching? Who you cutting? Kev, kick us off. I'm starting to rock, obviously. Mm. I'm benching Arnold. Look at John, John, John perked up. That's disrespectful. Oh. And I'm and I'm cutting Jason. And my one simple reason is the first two have more either iconic roles Bro. or movies that they participated in. Because for me, Jason Statham, I, I rock with him, but Transporters fire the first one, the second one, the shit starts to get out of hand. And then the Italian job, and even in the Italian job, ain't you seen Crank? Crank, crank, you ain't seen crank, 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 is crank, is lit. crank, is crank, I've seen the game plan. I've seen, listen, listen. I've seen the Scorpion King. I've seen the Mummy Returns or whichever Mummy mummy that was, man. When The Rock first popped. This is referencing both of their careers on both sides. I did this. Look, as I did this as a nerd. I did this as a movie buff. No, 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 no. I did this as a nerd. I did this as a movie So, what's that, John? No, no, I'm not. I, I took the athlete part out of it. I he, only specifically did. He has a career. I did the movies. We're talking about prolific in both. When you think about I it, did, I did this specifically on movie career. The Rock is garbage as an actor. Look, there were the funny moments. The other guy's hilarious. He was only in the movie for like 20 seconds, right? You know, uh, uh, the Fast and the Furious movies, he's an unrealistic superhero. Uh, Doom. Did you guys see Doom? Crash. God, that movie was awful. Like, just, I mean, The Rock just takes bad, yeah, the bad. Rock now, at, as a celebrity, so rocky, as a celebrity, the Rock, the Rock is up here as a celebrity. Right. Out of all three of them, The Rock is here. As an right. athlete, too, in my opinion, out of the three of them, The Rock is here. But based on movies, The Rock is trash no, no. i mean bro the he did a movie with kevin hart called uh 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 what was that movie central intelligence and he was yeah. like he was in like a fast suit that was look funny. the rock the rock is funny in moments but like man i can't stand watching that that movie sometimes. So movie. in, in I, that regard because again yeah. it's an athlete transitioning into film so right. the way i see it is is that like look as an athlete you're the man but like you and your celebrity is high but your like acting 
garbage. So the bro, cutting the rock. I got some movies, man. The rock, I don't know how you can Mon cut. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can bench or cut Jingle All the Way, Terminator. I don't know how. Jingle All the Way is my shit. Uh, Predator. That's that shit, boy. Twins. Jingle All the Way is really Twins that shit. I don't know how you can put him anywhere else. So to me, as far as transitioning from uh, being an athlete to being a celebrity, to being a mayor. We won't talk about his political yeah. side, but yeah, his, really when it comes to films, that's it's the freeze, dope, right? Batman that's five. They let the Terminator yeah, Mr. Win freeze. The I mean, terrible movie, <laughs> terrible movie, but Mr. Freeze. Um, so I'm a star nah. Arnold and Jason's that guy, bro. Jason's a good actor. Jason plays the same guy in every movie, but he plays it better than the rock plays the same guy in every movie. All right. Drew, Jumanji, bro. Cut. Come on, bro. Yeah, trash. I, like I never agree with. Come on, I like the I like the first Jumanji. Jumanji. I like Jumanji, bro. Come on, I take I take on both. I take on both sides. Scorpion King. I take on both sides of the spectrum. Like you might not you like damn the sure do. <laughs> you might not. Yo, shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I said that. The part was you didn't get that joke cut. Right. I said. I shut up. Go, Drew. Uh, like, <laughs> yo. He putting together fucking uh, uh, Rubik's Cube and shit. Yeah, his movie side might <laughs> not be his movie side might not be the best, but the Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious that Awful. The Rock did, and Awful. and the Bowlers on HBO. Bowlers on HBO is a good ass show. So Awful I'm show. Gonna, Awful show. Hell, uh-huh. what? You watched it? Bowls was Bowls was good on HBO, so fuck that. Is it good but, for the Rock or is it good for the show? No, it the Rock a played show. a good, good ass character rock. on there. Like to be honest, the Rock played an amazing character on on Bowls. I never, I never watched oh, Bowls. And uh, and uh, yeah, you you said you put, said. look. I put that show on the background, like as like background noise, like white noise, and like you know when you do that, you end up watching the show anyway. That show, I ended up doing that. That show sucks. Oh, <laughs> it wow. sucks. It's your opinion. But All right, Drew, go opinion. ahead. But like on the on like the fucking athlete side, amazing fucking wrestler. You cannot say shit about the Rock. He's about to come on my on my Fab Five and shit. So stay tuned. So, but I'm sorry, him. Now, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you had a track. I'm betting Arnold Schwarzenegger. Your movies is your movies is top notch but your fucking sport was just your fucking bodybuilder like yeah <laughs> you fucking did that shit now june don't got don't get the bodybuilder shit you gotta come you squeeze got your head <laughs> you mm-hmm. gotta say it what are you doing fucking left up a fucking barbell for a fucking living <laughs> shut the fuck up uh you gain all that it wasn't just that he was in like competitions and like he was on magazines and like one nigga all that. I ain't fucking. He was on the cover of magazines before the Rock was even like because he terminated. I'm I'm benching you. You you got benched. Yeah yeah. Bodybuilder shit almost got you cut though. But but Jason Statham, I'm glad to cut you. All right, John. Oh wait, you cut Statham. A lot of craziness, but it's a it's a no brainer. You start on with sourcing it. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. When it comes to the movies. Come on, that's like 
arguably the action movie goat. Like it's right. Arnold. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm I ain't like a Kaido. Like if you go movie to movie with Arnold versus these two, I'm pretty sure Arnold stacks up. Like Arnold really has his movie shit. Uh, True Lies, fucking right. fire. Word, Another word, that movie. ass. True Lies, great movie, yeah. Like, Arnold's really that what's guy. The, what's the other he shit get... where um, he, with the machine, um, his wife, uh, no, his wife was uh, an uh, uh, agent that he put on the machine to fucking, he was somebody else. Uh, I'm about to pull this shit up. I'm just, they redid yeah, it with Colin Farrell. They yeah. redid it with Colin Farrell and the lady. Yeah, from yeah. Oh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Total Recall. Total Recall. Was it? Yeah, Total Recall. Yeah, Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah, yeah, Total Recall. That's what it is. Because we were just watching the other day. So, me and Sabrina. Now, you know, Arnold, if you really go back, Arnold really has the movie. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the movie he did where, um, part, what's the name of that movie? It was in the early 2000s. I thought it was dope too. The shit where he had to protect. The female from like the devil, and he had to fight like the devil. Oh no! Arnold that. had to protect Shorty from the devil. Yeah. He had to like fight. Arnold really. Had, it was like That's seven the, days something. Arnold's I think I know. What you, I think theory. I know what you talk about. I think I know, but I'm not sure. Theory is usually defined as an amount of time. Alexa, go. Shut up, John. You starting Arnold? Who you benching? Yeah, That's easy. Who you benching? Um, I am benching. I am benching, uh, what you call it? Um, I am benching The Rock. Ooh, that's biased. I'm cutting Jason Yeah, The Rock's movies is trash, bro. It's so bad. It's so bad. All right, so look. Skyscraper, you thought that was a good movie? That movie? Skyscraper's not bad, actually. It's not bad. It's not bad, though. Actually, that that movie was 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 trash. It, it was. San Andreas is. It was trash. Okay, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Can, 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 before we continue, can anybody name a good movie that The Rock was in? Walking Tall. Oh wait, Gridiron Gang. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Walking Tall and uh, Running Scared are the, the same. The same movie. movie, same movie, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faster. No, Running Scared was Paul no, Walker. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, you said Faster, you... right, John? No, what's that? They the same movie. What's that movie? I know what you're talking about. One guy, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, the same movie. Well, got the South guy. Uh, 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 uh Sean William Scott. What yeah, the hell's the name yeah, of that movie? Yeah. That shit, the I same love that movie, movie, like you said. God, monkey. You cannot. Uh, his athlete side is the Go, bomb, monkey. Get away from me, monkey. God, man, monkey. God, I'm monkey. right. I'm right. Next. His movies are bad. So, so look, man, I'm starting. Red Iron Gang was not good, Kev. Okay, Arnold, so Arnold, no, I like Red Iron Gang. I, I like Red Iron Gang. Not a good movie. Um, uh, so. I'm starting Arnold, of course. Arnold, again, besides like fucking Bruce Willis and fucking um, Sylvester Stallone, those are like the action, action heroes. Yeah, action heroes. Like, those are the guys. So, definitely starting Arnold. Live you know, action, action hero. Right the, right, the last action hero, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah the, the movie I was talking about is called End of Days. I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not exactly sure. But definitely starting Arnold. Now, I look at it like this between my bench. I love the rock. I love I love the rock. But other than what movie, other than Walking Tall and that other shit, that's the same movie. Uh, uh I don't know why I can't think of the name. Red Iron. 
Ed's not no, Gridiron Gang's trash. Ed's favorite, Ed's favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is Junior, which was a hilarious movie, that, by the way. Junior's a good movie. <laughs> Junior's hilarious. Uh, uh, what's that movie? The Rundown. The Rundown. The Rundown. Thank you. Right. Yes. Other same than, movie. Yeah. Walk and Tall yeah. Rundown. Same yeah. movie. Walking tall, and the only the reason why down. the rundown was good was because Sean yeah. William Scott and Christopher right. Walken. Smart. Period. Smart. The Rock was hilarious on Guess Smart. That shit is trash. Oh, that shit yeah, is but like, trash. And, and, and yeah, Guess Smart. And what was the other one with Vince Vaughn? Oh, it was Guess Smart. Yeah, we're talking about the same movie. But yeah, but the, it, run, but the Rock played. The he rundown, had to play some flamboyant character who again, only had thirty seconds in. in the Rundown time. is the only movie of the Rocks that I could be like, when I see it, I'll stop and watch. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop. Moana was dope. Was, oh, well, Moana is my shit, but I don't watch it. It's not for the rock. It's the music. I love the music. It's not for the rock. It's for the music and the kids. But haters, yo. Again, nah, the rock is trash, bro. His movie's garbage. I'm cutting the rock. Pain no gain. Pain and gain. Yeah, I was about to say. Pain and gain was hilarious, but that was all. That's another ass movie. That movie. That's all Mark Wahlberg. But that movie not good from either one of them. That movie was. It's not good at all. Actually, it's actually a sad movie. It's really, really sad. They watch was I. Come on. Who saw that? Garbage. Who saw that? Garbage. Nobody saw that. Nobody watched it. I watched it. It was terrible. Again, cutting the rock. Alexander and was like the best thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You compare the rock. My my decision was biased because you compare the rock shit to Jason Statham shit. Jason Statham shit. Yeah, Jason Statham was in fire movies. The rock was in trash movies. Yeah, rock shit is trash. So I'm cutting the rock. I love the rock. But I'm cutting the rock and I'm bitching Jason Statham. Right. Last subscribe. Yeah. Last and star bitch cut. Now this was I honestly put this on here for DQ being he the E game. Johnny the E game. Like th- these three games are some of the. You gonna leave me out of that conversation? Yeah, I don't really. I, Ed, I don't know. I don't really class you as like the nerd gamer as I do John and uh, DQ. But all I play is MMOs and RPGs. Playing game for yeah. go. I didn't. All do I play is MMOs and RPGs. What the hell? I'm on my Xbox all day. What the fuck? Oh, oh, you told you what? My bad, yeah, my bad. And I don't. I didn't mean to disrespect you in that sense. You are, you are no, you. Are, but when I when I talk games, it's usually coming you know, from DQ. And uh, closet, okay, Drew, you never, you never got nothing to add to game conversation. So shut what up. You said, what you talking about? Y'all I'm never, ask, y'all never asked about game conversation. You I, never I, have, I'm in the closet. you never have I, anything I, to add to it. So. Uh, uh, what you, what you gonna say, Kev? Yeah. Right, so give me on that Call of Duty, my nigga. Give me on that Call of Duty, my nigga. they was the one with Jet Li also. He was. He was one of the cops. He was one of the cops. I I, I take that out. That was a bias out by me. It was a bias out. At least you know. So we got three of them. As far as athletics are concerned, The Rock is here. The movies, The Rock is... So we got three of the most competitive e-gaming games in the e-gaming competitive world. We got Fortnite... We got Halo and we got Call of Duty. Oh, Star this is easy. Bench cut. Drew, kick us off. Star bench cut. I am starting Call of Duty all day. I am benching fucking. I am benching what you say. Fuck it. Give me Halo a listen. Halo Fortnite. Halo and Fortnite. <laughs> I'm benching Halo. Drew, Drew hasn't had the list all week. I'm benching Halo and I'm cutting Fortnite. I never play that shit. I don't understand the like the 
what is everybody's hype about that game for? That game is fine. I love that game. I haven't played it in a minute, but I love that game. All right, Johnny, start bitch cut. This is pretty easy for me. I'm starting Halo. Halo's my favorite game ever. Mm. Halo's the king shooting game for me. Halo's that game. I'm benching Call of Duty and I'm cutting Fortnite. I love I love all three games. I play all three. I'm currently playing a new Call of Duty, but I haven't played Fortnite in a minute, but Fortnite to me is really fun. I just haven't played the Fortnite. One thing that's bad about Call of Duty, their last their last couple of games have been trash about Call of Duty. All right, Kev. Only- Star base cut. I'm starting Halo. Let's go, Kev. Benching Call of Duty. And I'm cutting Fortnite. The new generation, y'all just don't know. Right. We we had to uh uh pave the way. Yeah, you know I mean, right. Halo did that, right? That's a fact. Halo, I fucks with Halo sometimes. Maybe we right. don't build walls in Halo, but I feel like it ain't being, being called duty for me though. Fuck it, put some fort. All right, Ed. I am starting. You ain't never won a gun battle. Didn't realize you got stuck with a sticky grenade and died after, bro. Obviously, it's Halo. Young generations don't know, son. Nah, nah. Uh, Halo, obviously, the shit. The game. The best game. Period. Yeah, it's unrealistic. You can jump around. Da, 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 da. What a Call of Duty do like literally three years later, they literally made you j- super jump and do all that crazy shit that you could do with Halo. Yeah. Now, I do love the Battle Royale aspect of it. Obviously, Call of Duty has adapted it. I'm assuming when the next Halo game comes out, they will also adapt it and they will do much, much better. But the OG PUBG uh, was better than Fortnite. So, therefore, I'm going to cut Fortnite's bitch ass. Yo, and I will bench Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I used to go back and forth about this. Red PUBG. Yeah, yeah Fortnite sucks. Yo, I don't. I still don't play it. I play, I guarantee you I, I played play. PUBG before you played. Uh, last time you played Fortnite. When was the last time you played Fortnite, John? When was the last time you played PUBG? Literally, like, PUBG. well, I haven't had Wi-Fi for two weeks, but I played it two days before I left my apartment, which was on the twenty-eighth. Of um, January. You play PUBG closest to what I play. I play exactly mid January ish. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I don't play none of these games. I haven't played Halo since Xbox, the original Xbox. Um I Fortnite I tried that shit was just too trash for me. And I remember Call of Duty, y'all niggas used to be playing zombies all the time in the dorms. I just never I'm got just into trash. it. Just Call never got zombies, zombies lit. Just never got into it. So uh, off of the strength of that, I am starting Halo. I'm going to bench Call of Duty and Fortnite. Just they be stealing too much shit uh, from other uh, artists and people. So, but my real starter is GoldenEye 007, which is the greatest. Mm, good answer. Uh, good answer. Great game. Yeah. The greatest. Yeah. The greatest first oh, player. Now, now, right. Now, if, I would, now, if you put 007, you put 007 on the list. on 007? So if we replace oh, yeah, 007 I saw that. I saw with, that. Uh, yeah, that's it. Time out. <laughs> so if, if we, we replace if we, 007 if, with uh, Fortnite with 007. 007, Halo... Uh, uh, Call of Duty. 
Kev, how would your list go? Uh, yeah. what's, what's we taking off, taking off Fortnite. Taking off Fortnite. Yeah, I, I, I never liked 007 because I couldn't get through it. I ain't saying you. I said Kev, Kev. What would your list be? My, definitely still Halo, and then it would be 007, then COD. Uh, hey, Drew. All right, I don't have to do fuck it. Damn, that's hard. No, it's not not really that hard. It is fuck my shit. My shit is nah. That shit hard. You gotta make it difficult, bro. I gotta think about it, my nigga. Uh, Johnny, 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 what you got? Johnny, what's your? I love 007. I, 007 I just love 007. Shit. I love 007. World's not enough. But I'm still starting Halo. Benching 007. Uh-huh. I'm cutting Call of Duty. Yo, I will definitely start at 007. You get Jaws. He was talking to everybody. You shoot a motherfucker right in the head. Instantly kill. Our job, shit. Was, a our job. Our job was a cheat because he was so little and shit. Yeah, so our he job, ran so fast. Right, and ran so fast. You could cut, chop the shit out of somebody. Yo, yo, I, yeah, I, it was I, a straight I, chop. Yeah, yo, yo the, the straight the chop. Jump. That was the original Halo sword. Right, so yeah. you do the chop to death with a job and shit and beat everybody and shit, but definitely oh, start definitely start yeah, going that was that shit, gym, bro. Yo, when Halo start, 2 came out and you could, like, dual shoot, y'all. Yeah. No, nah, that shit was dope. Oh, I did play Halo 2, so yeah. Halo, I, the so, game. Yeah, yeah, okay. Halo, Halo is fire. But again, in, in, in uh, GoldenEye's defense, Halo went on and on and on and on and on, and we're going to get a new game. They just keep getting better there's, and better. And there, better. Was, there, was, there was three. Um, Yo, Halo Battle Royale is going to be bananas. Two for the 64. When is that coming up? Yeah. It was the uh, Golden Eye. World probably. is not enough, right? World not enough and Golden Eye. But there was, there was a couple. That's what I'm saying. There's only two games. Halo has like five. And, Call of Duty they has changed, like They changed the play style with the third one. Like They made it like. Uh, that was the, the one with the OG uh, James Bond. Called yeah. Russia with Love. I think it was called. Yeah. But all right, but we move on. There's a couple of James Bond games. There was only two for 64. Yeah, the other ones we're talking about is 64. Yeah, I thought one came off the GameCube. There was a 007 game. Yeah, we only 64 is the way it was at. We moving on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Star bench cut. That was it. We moving on to marquee misses. Who's your marquee miss player and game for the NBA? Drew, kick us off. Marquee miss. What you got? My marquee miss game is going to be uh, the Monday night game is going to be the Jazz versus the Jazz versus the Charlotte Hornets. I like to, I like to see the number one team in the West right now going against going against a nice young squad and that's doing shit over in Charlotte. Uh, my marquee miss player for that game is going to be fucking Gaines, the Michael Gaines. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? I, yeah. I, I can't. Marky Miss, who you got? Uh, my Marky Miss uh, game is, I believe, uh, I would have to look at it again. I'm not going to do that. It's Friday's game, uh, Suns versus the Pelicans. Okay. Then um, my Marky Miss player in a completely different game, obviously, is going to be uh, Donovan Mitchell. Copy, copy. Can't, I mean, Ed, I'm sorry. Ed, what's your Marky Miss? Uh, my marquee miss game is the Jazz versus the Clippers tomorrow night at ten, uh, and my player is uh, uh, Jordan Clarkston. Okay. Well, the Jazz Clippers—they got a game Friday too. Uh, okay. So, yeah. so maybe it's the Friday game. So, maybe yeah, it's the Friday they game. They got a game. They got a game tomorrow. And Wednesday. They got a game so then it's the Wednesday Friday. game that I picked. Yeah. 
No, you picked the Friday game because no, you picked that game. You, right, you picked the Friday oh, game. I picked the Friday game. And you got Jordan Clarkson as your marquee yes. miss player. Yeah, you know, he is uh, uh, from uh, – oh, you know what? While we're on NBA, too, real quick, uh, Kyrie – I forgot to mention this. Kyrie decided he was going to be the shooting guard while uh, – Yep. James Harden uh, is the – James Harden is the point guard. Smart. Which is which is nice, though. They, that, whole, that whole setup is good. All right, John, marquee miss. My original marquee miss was Saturday, 1 o'clock game, the Spurs and the Knicks. But since COVID – Scratch that. I just realized that I can't make that my marquee miss game. So my marquee miss game is from the same day, but it'll be the Golden State Warriors, Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. And my marquee miss player for the week is Harrison Barnes. Good shit. Good. Uh, my marquee miss is the same game as it's the Jazz Clippers. Jazz number one in the West. Played against a one of the true competitors in the West to me. So that should be a make for a good game. And my marquee miss player is from the Brooklyn team. That's Daddy is Young. Um, that's my marquee miss. No, I isn't. It's, I'm Daddy. saying that it's not. No, no, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Not Daddy is Young. Uh, what's the nigga name? Now I'm fucking up. Um, start. Uh, what's the what's the roster? Wow, him and Daddy is Young. I, I always get them mixed up. Um, Okay, uh, 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 write it down. Man. Jeff Green, I'm sorry, Jeff Green. I actually wrote Daddy is Young. I wrote Daddy is Young on my shit. Uh, but I met Jeff Green because I always, I Yo, always got them mixed who's up. Who's your marquee miss player again? Drew, who's your marquee miss player? Yeah, I know. I fucked his name. Yeah, up. right. Exactly. I know. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me get his name right. Hold on one second. Right. I heard that name. Like, I've never heard of that. Who is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked his name up. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the Charlotte Hornets. No, name. I couldn't. Don't write it down, bro. I didn't know who he was talking about. I knew the name was wrong, but I just couldn't think of who he might have been messing it up with. Yeah. Take him to the yeah. bench. Hey, shut the fuck up, Kev. Hold on. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, yo. Some you talking bit. about Bridges? Yes, there you go, Michael Bridges. There we go. That's that's oh, what I'm Michael Gans. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his last name, bro. All right, that is Marquis Mess. We're gonna get to our last segment, and that is Fab Five. Um, I wish DQ was here because uh when I was putting this together, he was the person I was thinking of. This week we are doing, we are, we don't, we don't really talk about it much, but we, we all grew up watching professional wrestling, wrestling right. in I'm sorry, Chicago, what? I'm sorry, professional what? wrestling, Rass- but what, wrestling. what are you saying? Now sports entertainment. But, but right now, saying? professional wrestling, but wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. wrestling in, in you guys is uh, vernacular. Wrestling. Uh, wrestling. So. We are we are counting down five five, the greatest and most found moments and and found matches in professional wrestling history to us. We all well for the most part we all grew up watching uh, the sport in the same era. So, attitude era, uh, uh-uh. attitude era. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I wanted DQ here because DQ and John. Are the avid still still big avid fans of the sport? So, so 
hopefully. So no, hopefully they give us the uh, the variation. But we're counting down from five to one. Your top five moments. It's Ooh. wrestling. Say it right, wrestling. 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 Our top five five professional wrestling moments matches. Drew, what you got? Five. Arguably the most famous. WWE women's match of all time on Raw Monday night. I forgot the damn year, but it's Trish Stratus versus Lita. It was definitely one of like, oh, the most. Marquee... Yeah, exactly. Giant know what's up. But that but that match was awesome. And and we and the fact that we got that shit for free, bro, like that's <laughs> some shit. That that's some shit that should be on a fucking pay-per-view where you had to fucking pay. To watch right. them, uh, them motherfucking Lita and Trish Stratus did they shit, bro? That was the shit. That was the that was the match, bro. And that was a, and that was a good class of uh, female wrestlers. Women: Tori, Trish, yeah. Lita, Molly, Molly, Holly, Molly. Uh, who am I missing? Victoria, uh, China. Nah, Mickey James came later. She was not. She was around. She, she was like early two thousand five, like mid two thousands. Yeah, true. Mickey, true, true, true. We talking early two thousands. Yeah, it was Ivory. Yeah, uh, Ivory. Yeah. Ivory was there. Yeah. Sable. Sable was kind of. Sable, Sable was, was on the tail her career yeah, though. She was before. Yeah. Yeah. Sable Sable was her career. Out before, yeah. Like there's out like early two thousands. Right. No, we were really watched. <laughs> so, you know what I'm like to us, we sound normal. And anybody listening, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But you All gotta right. remember, like, I mean, I got a younger brother who's literally 25. Was like, Yo, who the fuck are you talking about, son? Hey, who's Kev, Kev, at number five, what you got? At number five, uh, I hate to say it, but it's the only Hulk Hogan match that I ever watched, and it was in WrestleMania uh, 18 in 2002 against The Rock. Mm-hmm. And Rocky won, boy. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> All right, John. And number five. Number five. I forgot what pay per view it was. Oh, I got them all. Stone versus Triple H in the three stages of Hell match. Mm-hmm. Good, was, match. Um, good match. Good match. The first match was a, a regular no. match. Yeah. Um, match SummerSlam. Second match was a last man standing, and then the third one was a cage. Or yeah, the I, second match was no but the three stages of hell. No, I got, I got, uh, I'll get to it. Go ahead. All right, Ed, at number five. My number five, just to pay homage, because this was almost an entirely Jeff Hardy list, uh, but I decided <laughs> last minute to not do that. Um, uh, but The Rock versus Stone Cold, WrestleMania 17, uh, you got a rock stunner and you got a stone bottom. If you don't know what that is, yeah. that's when The Rock gave Stone Cold a stunner. Right. Yep. And the Rock gave Stone uh the Rock. I'm sorry, Stone Cold gave the Rock a rock bottom. Right. So my number five, because I know none of you losers are gonna pay respect to the other brand, which is the WCW, which what yeah. I grew up watching. Right. I watched WCW. Uh, Look, man, I we all did. Bro. I know the that's little time. brother. That, that's all he could get on matched. cable in, in the shot. No, we WCW <laughs> came on like right before. Uh, Raw used to come on, like mm-hmm. like Monday Night Nitro, <laughs> right? Monday Night Monday Nitro, Night Nitro yes, best. was lit. Booker T, them man, yo, them. Yeah, WCW had some dope matches. They had some dope matches, and my favorite match from the WCW 
was Starcade 1998. It was uh, Goldberg versus Kevin Nash. Now this was this was mentioned that. I got Goldberg matched up my damn So you so now this is when Goldberg came and he was whooping niggas' ass in two seconds, coming out spear and jackhammer. He was 173 and oh. And then the uh it was the the uh championship match between him and Kevin Nash. Uh Scott Hall Hoes came in, hit him with the taser. Yeah, he tased Goldberg. <laughs> he tased Goldberg. Nash <laughs> coming with the, the bomb. The Jack Knight. The Jack Knight power bomb and beat Goldberg and broke the record. Goldberg, as you know, I've said before, is one of my favorite uh wrestlers. Wrestlers. In, in the sport. So number five. I had to put some WCW on there. That was so, a dope match, yeah. but that would definitely be on my honorable mentions. But that was a dope match. Good, good times for as a child. Good time as a child. All right, Drew. And number four, what you got? Yeah, everybody else's. Yeah, that was that was everybody. Oh shit, I, I was not paying attention. All right. Okay, but but my number four is going to be is going to be when fucking CM Punk ran off with the WWE title. On after money after money in the bank where he beat John Cena, where he beat oh, John so Cena. corny what he did though. Nah, nah. John Cena like beat up already. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't a match. It was the setup. The setup mm-hmm. was remember the infamous pipe bomb, bro. Like mm-hmm. that whole that whole the whole promos that they cut before the actual <laughs> yeah. match got set up. Right. That shit was fucking bomb. Bro, like, and and the whole fact that he ran off with the WWE tie at the end of it, which they they made him come back after two years, after like what I think it was like two weeks because you know you ain't gonna run off with the WWE shit. But but that but that match was sick. No, that was the end of CM Punk, pretty much. John Cena first, yeah, because Triple H is a little bitch, bro. That's that's why I was in Paul. (laughs) Paul, we're talking about Paul like that. And not right. it was Michael Bridges versus is we talking not talking Triple H talking but to Triple H talking to CM Punk is Michael Bridges talking to Paul Levesque. That was Bro, shit. Yeah. Always looking yeah, don't, be talk, don't be talking about Paul. Don't be talking disrespect on Paul. That's what you told me to say. All right, cool. Talking to him, like He's talking to his man, so holding back from going crazy. It's little Drew. It's little Drew. That's his uh, like, alter ego. I'm in the room with you, bro. Every episode, you talking to somebody on the side. Nah, I was actually, I was actually folding my clothes. So shut up. With one hand. All right, Kev. At number four. Yeah, number four. Um, I got a tag team match that I remember vividly. Uh, it's a No Mercy match, 2002. Rey Mysterio and Edge versus Christian mm. Y. Kurt mm. Angle. Mm. What was uh? It was uh. uh and what was their faction name? Match. What was the faction name? Uh, um, I don't fuck. remember. What are you? A faction name? Evolution. It was a faction name. No, 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 no. I wrote down. Evolution. With no, it wasn't, it wasn't. Evolution. I'm talking about with Chris. No, Bavada. but I'm saying Edge and Rey Mysterio had a uh. Go Eddie oh. and and Chris have been like best friends forever. Yeah, that. Yeah, and that which one, is that you know sad. Sad what happened to both of them. That but, sets up uh, my number three. Edge and Rey Mysterio had a, a good good storyline for a long time. Sad what happened to Eddie. Not sad what happened to Chris Benoit. We did that. All right, uh, John. At number four, what you got? At number four, I got. 
Undertaker versus Mankind, 1990. Hell in the cell. Damn, bro. Mm. Fuck you, Johnny. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I'll just go because me and Johnny's simpatico. I have that at my number four, too. So, Ed, go ahead at number four. Uh, well, I, I did want to put that one on there, um, but I felt like it was going to be on the list, and I kind of wanted it to be different from everybody. Remember, this was supposed to be an entire Jeff Hardy that's, list. That's why I, um, my, my, my number so, four was actually taken already. It was mentioned, so I switched it. We... Yeah, we uh, uh, we'd mentioned him a little bit earlier before, uh, but 2004 is no way out. Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar. Mm. Eddie finally wins the championship, you know, with a little bit of interference by Goldberg. But, you know, it didn't really help out. Eddie did hit him with the belt when uh, the ref was out. Um, But just like the iconic moment when he finally hit that frog splash and finally got the count out, jumped into the crowd. I mean, like this was this was dirty, Eddie. This was dirty Eddie. This was I lie, I cheat, I steal Eddie. This was my favorite Eddie. This was this was not only dirty Eddie. This was Jack Eddie. Right. You know what I mean? Like and like even though he was Mexican, like you know, like um, the muscles right here and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Obviously, uh, his his untimely death uh, came shortly after, unfortunately. Um, But this was when I was just like, you know, teaching my brothers and my cousins about like wrestling you know what i mean like i'm like yo like now i'm putting you on to wrestling so it's like to me that was an iconic moment and i did uh not pay for uh (laughs) no way out but i think it's watching live it was awesome right that's what's up all right drew at number three what you got at number three the fucking uh wrestle wrestlemania 17 the tlc match when you the dudley boys versus versus the hardy boys versus edge and christian which one though which one uh, WrestleMania 17. 17. 17. Okay. 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 No, okay. The stupid shit that Jeff Hardy did in that fucking match, bro. Like, tell me how that nigga was like fucking walking on, on like at at Raw the next morning, bro. Um, that so because was- this was a uh, almost entire Jeff Hardy podcast, or sorry, uh, list, I will tell you. Uh, so there was a documentary that I watched when I was younger. Um, but Jeff was literally like he had back spasms and it was seizuring. Uh, shortly after that, too, he yeah, was I mean, like, from, he, from, to. he was suspended from the uh, WWE for uh, failing drug tests because he was taking multiple drugs and drinking <laughs> a lot. I that was it. the first time he got suspended. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he took a, a big, 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 big toll on his back after he did that. All right, uh, Kev, at number three. All right, number three, WrestleMania 17. Again, uh, another match that I remember vividly. This was a one dev for your reference point. Um, Kurt versus Chris Benoit, man. Great match. And that Great was match. Kurt's. Mm. WrestleMania 17 was fire, bro. Yeah, it was. It was, it was fire. Win it really was fire. Like, was I remember how vividly, like, emotional Kurt was at the end of that match. And I remember thinking in my head, even at such a young age, like, why does he look like an asshole? Like, in his... uh America striped yeah. shirt. He's the most balling, decorated bro. fighter of when all he would time. Take the, he hey, take don't forget, off. he won a gold he was, medal. Yeah, right. That's why that. he, he won a gold medal yeah. Yeah, broken, with a fucking neck. broken freaking neck. Okay, bro. He was balling after that shit. I remember that shit like it was. You suck. Fifteen plus years. You ago. You suck. <laughs> Yo, Kurt Angle was you really suck. that guy though. Like Kurt Angle was a strong. Like athletic motherfucker, he could do everything. Like Good. everything, Curry's definitely that guy. All right, John, at number three. 
number three, I have. Well, Drew mentioned it early, but uh, early oh. number three, uh, WrestleMania 17, the, the TLC Edge Christian, TLC, baby. and the Dudley's. That's my number three. Yeah, TLC WrestleMania 17. Those are right. so matches. I miss those matches. I feel bad for the wrestlers because they go through a lot. I know, I understand. Yeah, they put their body through it. Like yeah. all the behind the scenes stuff, and they talk about it. They really go through. A lot of fucking shit jumping off that shit. Right. That shit is entertaining as fuck. I feel for the wrestlers. But we love, we as fans, we love that shit. Right. Yeah, of course, bro. That's why we don't do shit. They can do that shit. No more, we bro. love that shit, but unfortunately, yeah, they can't. Them chair shots, they had scrambling. But that would be so dope to get one final hoorah, one final TLC with the, the Edge Christian. Dutley's and Hardy's. It'll be so dope. Just one last move. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck one more time. One more time. Now the edge is back. Oh, I didn't know Edge is back. Yeah, yeah it's going to look like uh, Goldberg versus... Uh, who was it? Goldberg versus who? Undertaker. Oh, man. You know, that was bad. Certain wrestlers won't be doing the crazy shit, but it'll be like Jeff or somebody that would be... Jeff will wrestler. definitely do it. Jeff don't give a fuck. Jeff. will be dope. All right, and at number three, what you got? Uh, at number three, and I'm sure you're adding clips here. Uh, it's been said already. It's been said by Drew. It's been said by John. Um, so w- we keep talking about Jeff Swanton bomb, which was awesome. But I think the key element that we're missing on that uh, uh, WrestleMania 17 was uh, that was Edge's uh, spear off oh, the yeah. ladder while Jeff, yeah. Ed, uh, right. Jeff was hanging off the belt. So my clip is Jeff right. hanging off the belt and Edge. I mean, they way. both look like they died that day. Yeah. Tell me, um, tell me when. Tell me when they fucking. Yo, yo, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna hold on. Edge I'm gonna hold on, and you're gonna hit me. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Are you prepared? Like, prepare for that? Like, yo, just yeah. Just and also, uh, a good part, uh, uh, another portion of that match that was great. Again, uh, I'm kind of like giving up my number one here a little bit, but like, you don't see this in the first one, um, but. uh you know, uh, 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 what's his name? Spike Dudley came out for the Dudley boys to help them out. Rhino came out to help out Edge and Christian. Yeah, and then right. Lita came out to help out the Hardy boys. And Lita, I mean, Lita got a, caught a 3D, but Lita, I mean, Lita with her underwear all the way up her back. Like, yeah, with the thong up. Moose, Swan, and everybody. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, either way, one of the greatest matches I think I've ever seen in my entire life. All right, number three, I went back and forth between two Warrior Rumbles. Um, but I'm going to say at number three, I have the 2001 Royal Rumble. It was between mm. that one and the 2000 Royal Rumble. Um, the 2000 had, uh, I think, Rock and Stone Cold at the end, but the 2001 had Stone Cold and Kane at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stone Cold was busted the fuck up. Uh, just uh, 2001 was, was 2001 the same year that, uh, uh, too cool, like did the dance. That was 2000, 2000. That, that was 2000? Yeah, yeah that was and then Rakishi just let them up yeah, after yeah, the right. dance. Yeah, yeah that, was that show was hilarious. And that's why I say I went back and forth between the two. Uh, yeah. Because both of them were super dope. But the 2001 ended with Kane versus uh, Stone Cold, with Stone Cold winning and shit, you know, busted open, that's catching the beers. That's when Kane had the record for most eliminations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Roman Reigns broke that record. But uh, he had that crowd. Crowd throwing the fucking beers to Stone Cold, popping, going crazy, man. Good times, good times, man. Good times. Fucked up. 
Boy, our childhood was dope. All right. Yeah, it was uh, great. <laughs> number two. Drew, what you got? The most famous motherfucking John got it on his John got it on his fucking John got it on his fucking shirt right now. The motherfucking yo Stone Cold's whole damn whole damn King of the Ring run where he did the most infamous infamous fucking promo ever, bro. Uh, John through John sixteen, bro. I'm is gonna kick your motherfucking ass, bro. That was a shit. So what's your match? So I guess oh, the he's talking about the king of the ring. He's talking about the king of the ring. Okay. Yeah, that counts. That counts. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Eddie, stop with that fucking ball. You that's like the third time you didn't hit your camera I know. and shit. I know, I know. All right, Kevin, number two. All right, so my number two um is a no way out. Oh two oh one uh no way out. Uh, Hell in a Cell match, Stone Cold versus Triple H. Oh, I remember that. Okay. that and uh, if you guys remember, the most specific thing that I remember is like Stone Cold was like still like recovering from like being hit by a car. Deacon. And, and yeah. Deacon hit by a car. Triple H, like throughout that fight, the whole theme of that fight was Triple H kept going for his knee. Like that, he was in his brace, and uh, yeah. Triple H won that fight. I remember that fight. All right, John, at number two. Good old days. At number two, I got Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock, WrestleMania yeah. 19. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost made my list. Was good. Yeah, that's one. I mean, it made my list. It was like WrestleMania 17 was probably the better match, but it made my list because this will be the um, Stone Cold send-off match. It will be the last mm-hmm. match he will ever wrestle. Yeah, and, uh, I forgot. I thought you had no after that. Anyway. Uh, no, that was it. After that, he retired. You know, he did. He did. He would appear, but he would never wrestle a match again. What? That's when that's when he was like on his like the fucking the general match. Like shit. a sheriff or like yeah, yeah okay. Uh, I remember that shit. Going at it with Bischoff and shit. Mm-hmm. All right, uh Ed at number two. Uh my number two is a mixture of a lot of things. Uh I don't know if you can necessarily call this a match. Um, but it was the invasion, the ECW, WCW merger when Stephanie comes out as the uh, owner of WCW yeah. and, and, and Shane comes out as the owner of ECW. But I guess the clip you put in is when Steve Austin came out and helped everybody out and just yeah. played out the whole ring. Well, so they, like, they actually had they had a match. Everybody. Remember, they did have the team WWE versus. Right, right. but I'm, I'm talking more so that brawl. That I'm one like, ball when they try to yeah, invade, and, and Steve just yeah, came right, out and like right. like WWE or WWF right. was getting fucked up, and yeah. then just Steve just came out and just started lighting everybody up with stars. Right, yeah. Everybody was just waiting right. for him, right? They were like, "Yeah, right." Oh, like, where am I gonna get my? Where am I gonna get my? Okay, I got yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> but that's how it used to be a lot of times with the the finishes. It's like I used to always think like, "Yo, why y'all ain't rushing this man?" Everybody like get stunned, wait, run up, miss. He kick, stunner, next person. The Rock, you know, Rock was infamous for doing a full backflip and shit when he got stunned and shit. Like it was him and Shawn Michaels too. Shawn Michaels always used to do that. Do the OD. But uh my number two is Hell in the Cell 2000. The Rock, Rikishi, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Triple H, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin at Armageddon. One of my favorite. Uh, six Man. I was a- yeah, Six Man Hell in the Cell at Armageddon. That shit was lit. Rakishi was up there kicking ass Kurt Angle. They on top of the cage. My was that Elimination the- Chamber? No, nah, nah, it was the Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell. Uh, hell okay. in the cell. Uh, I believe Kurt Angle won. Yeah, Kurt Angle won. Kurt yeah. Angle won. Kurt Angle won. Kurt Angle pinned someone that Stone Stone Cold stunned somebody in Kurt he, Angle. I think he, yeah, I think he pinned Rikishi. Uh, if no. I'm not mistaken. Can, can we just talk about uh, so this whole episode that we've been filming? I've been uh, just watching clips of like our era, and yo, I'd say it. Um, Rikishi, Rikishi had a dumper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I never, as a kid, I never realized that like the stink face was gross. But yo, I would not want that big ass cake in my face. That's all I'm saying. Rakishi yeah. had the cheese. I know that nigga. I know that nigga stink. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's my number two, man. Held in the cell, Armageddon, two thousand. Great yeah, match. Again, no, I know Kurt Angle, man. I know. Kurt Angle won. I can't remember who he beat, but that's yeah, when he pinned, uh, the rock. he pinned the rock. After yeah. Stone Cold started the rock, he pinned the rock. Yeah, because I think uh, Rikishi got thrown into the truck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. He because uh, Vince McMahon tried to bring out the truck to tie the cage down and Undertaker yeah. choke slam Rikishi off, so he was in the the truck and shit. Yeah, that was a great fucking match, man. All right, we're gonna get it to number one. Number one, uh, wrestling. Greatest matches. We had number one, Drew. What's your number one? My number one was 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 Johnny's number three. The stuff, uh, fucking mankind versus mankind versus Young take a hell in a cell. The legendary legendary matchup where like yo, I don't know how Mick Foley did four. not Mick Foley. Oh, Mick Foley. Foley. Mick Foley. Like, yo, Foley Nick got, Foles, for Nick real? Foley <laughs> got tossed, Nick Foley got tossed off the cell. Like, bro, you got tossed off the cell twice, my nigga. Like, yo. yo he t- used to go do some shit, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, he was yeah, all about I, it. That was all, it was he, all his idea. He was yeah. a sick fuck. Wait, he fucking, wait, he fucking empty out the tax, bro. And when the Undertaker, he got, he got reversed by the Undertaker. Undertaker lifted his ass up and just straight up power bombs him right on this, right on the, Fucking rose attacks that he just laid out, bro. Like, oh my nigga, like yeah. you, you see, you see a bloody image to this day where a fucking tooth is just hanging out from his nose and shit. Like whole face is bloody, my nigga. Like sticking mad. Oh my god. Let's not forget he literally got thrown through a cage and through a ring. <laughs> like I know, I know, my nigga. That, that shit. Yo, that shit was crazy, but that's a great match, man. Uh, again, it made my list as well. Kev, at number one. All right, my, my number one was mentioned already, but uh, in what turns out to be their uh, final match against each other, The Rock gets off three rock bottoms in WrestleMania 19, Stone Cold versus The Rock. And that one I remember vividly because I didn't want it to be done, man, but it was it was all over. Yeah. They weren't gonna fight again, bro. Yeah, man. That was it. Brahma Bull. Yeah, man. Versus the Rattlesnake. That was The Rock's first win against Stone Cold at WrestleMania. He's yeah. 0 2. Yeah. 
And again, that was kind of like the uh, and then the transformation they was, they was like butt buddies coming. after that. They was whispering in each other's ear and shit like that after that match. Let's be real, they were always friends. Yeah, I mean that's but that was like the transformation of Rock becoming like really a superstar. Like Rock was out started off like getting his ass whooped by everybody. He was like the star ascending, but he really set himself right. into superstardom at that point. John, at number one, what you got? My number one is HBK, Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. Oh, oh my God, that was awesome. I thought you were going to do that. I love that you. Awesome I'm sorry. That was an honorable mention when he retired my guy, Ric Flair. That was, that was, that was the previous WrestleMania. That was WrestleMania 24, I believe. Yeah. 24, Yo, yeah. That kick is nasty, though. That sweet chin? Yeah, that sweet chin. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love you. You put him to sleep, sleep. Word. HBK and Undertaker, that match. Allegedly. That match was that was a crazy match. I'm sorry. That's the only finisher? That's the only finisher I believe, like, niggas is really going to sleep. I can fake it. Nah, yeah, like. They put their hand up every time. Yeah, but that sound still sounds crazy. I, I don't know. Sometimes, Yo, I don't, yeah, Sean clapped a couple like times. Sometimes Sean broke a couple jaws in his career. Let's just yeah, I'm saying, real. even if you put your hand up, that amount of uh, force from a foot coming to you, that shit's still gonna hurt. It's still gonna hurt. Yeah, because it well, it's a double clap. It's the foot yeah. clapping the hand and right. the hand clapping the jaw. Right, of course, Sean. You know he used to do his smack on the leg. And, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, simultaneously, Sean's clapping. No, remember leg. when Sean on what? Like he was when they re brought back DX and, and they got into like a little argument. This part. Oh man, that was fun. This past when y'all all said stop watching wrestling. Two thousand six. Shawn Michaels went on like a, a sweet chin music spree backstage and he was just kicking the yeah, shit. Yeah, he was kicking everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that. That's it. But, I'm gonna throw, but yeah, I'm gonna throw that clip one was Undertaker, HBK, John Michaels, arguably the greatest in-ring performer ever, because mm. when he wrestled, he put on the show. John Michaels, yeah. Yeah. one of my favorites all time. That's a lot. That's why we used to talk the whole um, Mount Rushmore shit. It would be difficult for me because it's right. tough. There's a lot of great wrestling. I, I think I think I I got my Mount Rushmore. It's gonna be it's Undertaker. Got to be HBK. You got Triple H, then you got The Rock. That's my that's my Mount Rushmore. Bro. All right, Eddie, at number one, what you got? Uh, so, guys, uh, I I hate to keep doing this, but I, I keep watching clips here. And uh, why did we let John Cena get away with jeans shorts for as long as we let him get away with it? Why we let John Cena get away with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Big as hell. Shuffle. Yeah. Yeah, why we let yeah. him get away with anything he did is amazing. To me. That was, that why we let him get away with the, with the Tony you know that, Yeo, right? son? Yeah, yeah, yeah Tony Yeo. Why we let him get away with? Speaking of uh, uh, athletes, all he, was, he, all he did was stole two cools, uh, fucking idea. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yo, he's the greatest rapper, uh, athlete, word life. Um, word life. But uh, we let him get away with the Marine. Speaking of uh, actors or. Athletes turning into actors. That movie was awful. Um, was and now he's going to be in the next Fast Nine, where he was Dom's brother. Now we he have to is? believe that Dom had a brother that we didn't oh, know wow. about. Anyway, honestly, uh, honestly, the movie's going to be fire, but it's going to be weird for no, like the first thirty minutes. The movie's <laughs> going to be as bad as the last like six have been, but we'll pretend that we like them as much as we. We're going to still watch them. We still going to watch. Of course, of course, of course. Definitely watching that shit. Um, uh, but my number one is the original. The original, the original, the original, the original. 
uh, WrestleMania 2000. Uh, it was the triangular ladder match. That was the original Dudley boys, Hardy boys, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian win that one. That was the first one leading up to WrestleMania 17. Um, Jeff did eventually, I think that was when he had the double table where he, he put the, uh, and that's the clip I want is where he has, uh, Bubba and Devon in the tables and he does the double tables on top of each other. Cause Devon and fucking Bubba Ray are fucking psychopaths and put tables on top of tables on top of tables. Uh, but that was the original, uh, TLC match before it was a TLC match. Yeah. So my number, my number one, again, not the same as it. But the TLC match, and again, like Ed said, the, I, the what I remember is Jeff trying to get the belt. And yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, WrestleMania 17. WrestleMania 17. Yeah, yeah 17. Yeah, right yeah, yo, I would, that shit is like, that shit is like, like imprinted in, in my in brain. Green, like, right? yeah. yo, and like, I could just, I could just see the, the flashes going off uh, as the tackle happened and shit. Like, yo. That shit is so epic. And I was just, again, over this last week, just re-watching all this shit. Like, it feels as good as it did when I was a kid watching this. Like, man, this shit just was so, like, fucking awesome to see. Just great, just great, great, great entertainment, man. Uh, too bad. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm currently watching CM Punk, like, taking the belt from Jeff at Extreme Rules in 2009 after he just beat the shit. Uh, out of uh, fucking uh, Ray Mysterio to retain this fucking title, and CM Punk's bitch ass cashing in the money See, in the bank. Bro. I never, I, I didn't catch CM Punk. I was out of, I was done with the the sport. Alive, bro. No, CM Punk's say, a clown. I would say in conclusion. I would say in conclusion, we definitely all. Yeah, he was trash. Our early 2000s. Right, right. The early 2000s. Right. Sure. Any honorable sure. mentions? Uh, I definitely have, uh, the, like Ed said, the... the uh, I love you. I'm sorry. That on there. The WWF versus the Alliance. Uh, the big brawl that kicked off that whole uh, Stone Cold coming out fucking up everybody and shit. Uh, the TLC with the Rock, Undertaker, Jericho, and Triple H. Ooh, uh, I got a good one. So I got, uh, I got Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. That was good. Ooh, but I got, yeah, I got sure. finally, uh, I got finally a rerun that mm. I actually got to watch, and it was uh, WrestleMania three, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Yeah, that was, uh, that was actually a really good match. And the original yeah, TLC, the, the original TLC, Raver, Raven, Simone, I mean Raven Ramon versus HBK. I said Raven Simone, but that's Razor Ramon. Razor. Right, right. Razor. I said Raven Simone. But (laughs) the the original ladder match. That's so at that time with the WWF, he was Razor Ramon. And you said you the pick. Hey yo. Hey yo. That was my guy, bro. That was my Um, guy. I used to love doing this finishing on people and shit. I had one too. Uh, I cut it out because again, this was almost an entirely Jeff Hardy list. Um, but Jeff Hardy versus The Undertaker back in 2001, it was a regular Raw. Uh, just Sorry, it was a regular SmackDown show. Uh, it was the American Badass Undertaker, who was currently the WWE champion. That was Raw. It was a ladder was match. The ladder match was Raw. It was a ladder match. It was Raw, sorry. Uh, so it was a ladder match. Jeff came out. He got on the bike. Undertaker was like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, Jeff fucked him up. 
pretty early on. And, you know, it was Jeff's match. It was his style of match, his ladder match. Uh, Undertaker obviously ended up winning that match uh, and then gave Jeff one, one more last ride right before he left after he won the match, which was pretty blatant. And then Jeff, uh, the, the match was over and Jeff grabbed the mic and he was like, yo, fuck you, Taker. Da, 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 da. I'm still I'm still up. I'm still up. And then Taker came back in after he rolled up with the bike, came back into the ring, like picked up Jeff by his scruff and like once to go knock him out. And he was like, nah, he like lifted his arm up. And he was like, yo, this guy, this guy, this guy. Uh, so obviously Jeff Hardy is the best wrestler that ever existed in the entire uh, WWE. Honestly, period. yo, honestly, we I don't think people pay enough respect to him, but man, Shout out to my nigga Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho yeah, is like, yo, yeah. Chris Jericho is really one of, the, one of my first undisputed champion. Yo, period. Yo, the one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen from WCW. We used to. That's where he started, and then he transitioned over to WWF when Alliance happened. When they used to have the WCW versus the Wolfpack versus NWO and shit, red mm-hmm. and black, white and black versus the WCW, the DDPs, the the fucking Goldbergs and shit. They actually had that match where they put two rings together in a cage, and it was WCW versus NWO, uh, Woodpack versus the uh, White and Black. Dope matches. Another dope match, honorable mention, it was uh, Giant, the Giant, which was Big Show at that time when he was with WCW. Him mm-hmm. and DDP. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was whooping DDP's ass. Ooh, he, tried to, one more. he tried to do, uh, he tried to choke slam him off the, off the ropes. DDP did like a reverse flip. He caught his ass with the diamond cutter. Used to be. Bang! Uh, speaking of DDP, uh, one of my favorite uh, matches ever in history. Honestly, it should have been number one, but uh, some people might say it was fictional. I think it was real. Uh, Jimmy King versus DDP. I remember Jimmy King. Oh, for the movie. Who caught that? Ready to rumble. Ready Thank to you, rumble. John. Ready to rumble. I will rule you. <laughs> again, another, again, great time in uh, in the, the sport because I used to love Ready to Rumble. That was my shit. Like, Ready to Rumble is still one of the best movies ever. That's one of my honorable mentions, too. The first the first war game match, the triple cage match, WCW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. That's one, the first one. Yeah. I didn't have a specific match of it, but the, the, the WCW's version of the Royal Rumble when they had the three rings and they had all right. the yeah. rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was an honorable mention of mine. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 19. Dope match. Anytime uh, DX was on camera. Period. WrestleMania 20, the triple threat match. Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. A dope match, which you know, Chris Benoit won and him and Eddie celebrated with both their titles in the ring. It was a great moment at the time, but you know, time will pass and it will be stained with Sad. actions that happened Sad. out of wrestling. And rest in peace to the homie Owen Hart, man. Both, rest of, them, rest both of them, both of them. Rest in peace don't, to the homie Owen Hart, the only white man that was in the uh, Nation of Domination, man. Rest in peace to my guy Owen Hart, uh, unfortunately. I want to say Kurt Angle had a bunch of dope, it was a lot of dope matches. Yeah. Go down the list. Kurt Angle had a bunch of them too. Hey, ball head Kurt when he was when he went crazy, he was fucking people up. You suck, Kurt Angle. Yeah, you suck, uh, Kurt. Well, he was he was always you suck, Kurt Angle. Angle. But ball head ball head Kurt Angle is when he started like going crazy and was like fucking people up. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Man, good times, man. That is our list and that is our show.
episode 44 of the OSA Out of Shape All-Stars. I really wish DQ was here, uh, but maybe next week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. We're going to have all the dope clips from our favorite moments uh, with this 5-5. Five five. Uh, again, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you rate. Make sure you share. Uh, we're trying to give uh, get up to 100 subscribers on YouTube. Once we do, we're going to give away something. Something. Not, I don't know what, but we're going to give away something. Once we reach 100. All right, so share with your oh, family. I'll dye my hair, friends. dude. I'll dye my and, hair. Right. And Ed going to dye his hair. So we getting there, but thank you guys Whatever. for watching. Again, it's brought to you, again, it's brought to you by Culture Capsule, sponsored by Don's LLC. Our host, Eddie Horchata, is in the building. K-Jet is in the building. Mr. Drew in his nose and in his mouth and talking to people on the side. All that. Drew and his other characters and his other people living in his head, they all here. Johnny Five is here. Austin 316 is here. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for watching again. Catch us next week. And like always, Ed. We out. Peace,